Nia Jax. An absolute threat to Kyrie Sane here in this match. Every time I go in that fucking game and come out, I got a new scratch. It became personal with me. Friday night, here we go again, episode 145, even though my note says 146 for some reason, I must have got that all wrong. Sure, what oh, a night. Oh, what a night. night. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Shout everybody, out to Rebecca Black. Everybody is in fact looking forward to the weekend. They are. Some of but, us don't know what weekends are anymore, but it's fine. But which seat will we take? Uh, our computer seat while we sit here and discuss the world of wrestling for the next hour and a half. A libation, puff of all. Oh, why are you still waiting? Is there a mad delay or something? No, no, no. I no, think no. both of us were ha- just having a bit of a standoff as to which one oh, was we can first. I was really worried. I was like, oh shit, I Look, thought you, we did the latency. The you, latency. Never, you never yeah. want to blow your load first. And yeah, latency, latency. The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> episode one four five, the alleged wrestling podcast. Myself, Steve, with Gordo and Fitz. Boys, talk to me. Tell me your what tales. up, home slice? How are we? I didn't even take a drink of my delicious Peroni, boy. How are you? Ooh, Peroni. Mm. Someone's got expensive taste, huh? Everything a man on government payment schemes can get. <laughs> Yeah, no tropical Dutch for you, boy, huh? Oh no, the fridge is full of that stuff. I just treat myself on the podcast. Oh, aren't you lovely, huh? All fairness, that four four of those bottles for tenner is pretty sweet deal, actually. Ten euros for four of those large liter bottles or whatever they are. How are you going to feel when it gets to a stage where you know you're going to have to go back to paying normal pub prices when they hashtag open the pubs, boys? Open the pubs, boys. Yeah, so we... Uh, yeah, look, we're going to talk about wrestling in a little bit, okay? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so today, we were... The country, Ireland was kind of been... The country was entirely been open in phases. A lot of the stuff from later phases has been pulled forward to this Monday. So, like, all the retailers are open now from Monday, which is going to make the world seem a little more normal again. Apparently, pennies um, won't be. That's up to them, though, if they're not opening, because they're allowed yeah. to. They know it's going to be an absolute fucking disaster yeah. in there. So I would you imagine near, trying to control I wouldn't go near a clothes shop yeah. and pennies. I wouldn't like, touch any... Like, it's an entire shop where you pick stuff up, look at it, and put it down again. It's it's a COVID fucking landscape and like, in there. I wouldn't go near Coming the from a company perspective, which will be opening retail stores on Monday and having to see the restrictions that are going to be put in place where you're only going to be allowed 20 people inside the store at any one time, can you imagine Penny's trying to have an operating queue system where they're only letting 20 people in at a time? The, the carnage. Oh. Absolute carnage. Uh, the queue Stacked in the one in Air Square would be halfway across Air Square. It'd be that fucking bad. It's just, it's not yeah. going to happen. Um, no. But retailers in shopping centers aren't allowed to open yet. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, most, most pennies, I'd imagine, are in shopping centers across the country. Not all, obviously. There's plenty no, of famous ones around the, the street. One, the big one in Waterford isn't. 
But they're not opening in anyway. They've still said they're. For American them. listeners, Pennies is uh, a very, very huge clothes chain of like, you know, cheap clothes. Primark, JCPenney. Primark, yeah. JCPenney, yeah, that's probably their best, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that's opening. Uh, but then there was the news of the pubs that they were supposed, weren't supposed to be open until the end of August or whatever it was, or middle of August. End of August, day before my birthday. And now, now they're going to be open... Technically, if you have a restaurant in your pub or you serve food, you can open on June 29th. But since that came out, now the, the Prime Minister is like, nah, fuck it, you're grand. Yep. Just open the pubs, boys. They're opening the pubs and all you have to do is, you know, you do your social distancing, it's table service only. So the, it was good, but it did kill the memes earlier on where it was <laughs> like, hi, can I get 10 pints, of, uh, 10 pints of beer and a packet of crisps, please? <laughs> okay. What you're going to expect to find in a friendly neighborhood. <laughs> Chip shop. Chip shop. <laughs> like, like, yeah, can I get um, four rounds of vodka and three chicken nuggets, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a side of mushy peas and a four towers of Chang? We're going to be absolutely sending it. Coast Movie Cup 2019. Wow. Um, Never so forget. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The thought of going into a pub and having table service, yes, please. That's the dream. It re- like you go to foreign countries, and I even want to give America props for this because it's something that I really only experienced when I was there a few times. You don't really go to the bar in American pubs. Yeah, you know, it it almost like they they almost look at you as if you've got a problem when you go to the bar mm. because their fucking hospitality sector and their service industry is so good, and mm. obviously they rely on tips and all that sort of stuff. So they're the onus is on them to be better than what they are in Ireland where they're paid a minimum wage regardless of how good or shit they are. Yeah. No, I, I love any any time you go and eat or go to a bar in America, I love it. it that's the way it should be. And everyone is yeah. so polite and it's it's a great experience. But And I'll happily um, pay that little bit bit of a premium, you know, whether it's a dollar a beer or whatever you, they, they bring you. It's like, yes, please. I don't have to move. I don't have to queue. Hell best. yes. Best example that I can think, and it comes from a recent trip to America we both had, was the the T Bone Night. T Bone Night, me, you, and Fletch. Oh, T Bone and Sanchez. T Bone and Sanchez sitting out in the beer garden, just chatting shit. Every oh, fucking yeah. twenty minutes, your man coming over, getting another, getting us another round. Literally, we didn't have to lift a finger for the whole night. It was just, yeah, chilled. It was just chilled with your homies. It's a new, le- it's a complete different level of relaxation as well, which is mm. essentially what people go to pubs for, like you know, and you yes. know, obviously the shift. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah like that, there's going to be a second and third wave of COVID after the pubs are open. There's a whole lot of single people who are out there who've been locked up in their homes for two or two and a half months, and those people <laughs> are going to go to the pub next Monday night, and they're going to fuck. Even even I've got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a single and if you're not out next weekend or whatever it is, the end of June weekend, dear Lord, you're missing out. And you know what's like funny? The you know the USI, the um, what are they called? Union Students of Ireland. I saw they put up on Facebook during the week that they're actually sending condoms out free of charge right now. (laughs) So like, if if, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be fair to just like send them an out Facebook message. Hey lads, any chance of a hookup? I feel like I'm gonna get the ride in a few weeks. Yeah, (laughs) and Bluetooth. We need to get a Bluetooth sponsorship by June 29th, okay? Right? Look, I, I think we're best place to have the Bluetooth sponsorship and the Manscaped sponsorship too. Yeah. So, uh, Break into yeah, that on. Irish market, you know? Go annoy them for our, for us. I've yeah. tried enough myself. I've given up. 
please, everyone. We want uh, the, uh, the Manscaped one would be fantastic, but yeah, Bluetooth. Bluetooth Blue is the holy grail for this podcast. I offered Bluetooth the the sponsorship at no cost. I said you don't have to pay us anything. We just want the discount code because we want to make fun of everything. Can you please just give us a discount code because it'd be hilarious? But and no. I'm pretty sure that's still stands. That's all we want. We literally yeah. we want to be able to plug that fucking product that's all we want funny and if you want to plug that product you're going to need some bluetooth no no plug that product ma'am like sean ross sap is going to do yeah i gotta i gotta say you gotta check out there's compilations on youtube now of the sean ross sap bluetooth plugs just watch them they're fucking gold money it's worth Amazing. watching the list in your boy every wednesday just for his segments on that um shout out to other podcasts there as well fitz yas queen i i I was fortunate enough to listen to one so far, but the other one is on my to-do list this weekend. T3 boys, you sound American cunts. I uh, listened back to your um, interview with Cody there. Good shit. Didn't realize you were such good close buddies. Fair play. When are you getting to hook up with the old AEW ticks for us? Sound Thanks, lads. Wait a minute. Post. Does that mean T3 are biased towards AEW now? Oh. I believe the term they're called is marks. But I don't no, I think know the that means that, that saying. their reporting can no longer be trusted, Melzer style, because they're, they're biased like they're, now. They're a baby step up from Snowden at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, T3 in the pocket of the AE dubs. Mm-hmm. AEW are funding the, T3, you heard it here first. Take yeah. that can money. Yeah. yeah, that Tony can money. Tut, tut, tut. Tut, tut, tut. Funding <laughs> Trump, now funding T3. <laughs> pew, 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 American. <laughs> <laughs> Next to be fucking back in police brutality, but that's another argument for another day. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the other one I want to watch or check out this weekend is fucking Rian, the little bollocks from the Hallway podcast. Had an interview with Speedball Mike Bailey. I must check that out. Uh, Speedball's a sound cunt. He's been to OTT a good few times. Going to burst on the scene next year, I believe, uh, once his uh, travel issues have been resolved. Uh, you're going to see a lot of him. Cool, cool. Yas Queen. Um, do you want to touch on the America stuff? I what? think it'll be bad if we don't. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I did not expect we'd still be here this week. And the stories have, only seem to get worse. I have a feeling this is going to be... We're looking at the next month. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, this is going to keep being an issue for the next month or so. The only and my, heart, like, my heart is broken for people in America at the moment. It's just horrible it's what's going horrific. on. Like it. It's... The one thing oh. I keep thinking, right, and again, context of this whole argument is we've got three white Irishmen talking about a, an issue that doesn't affect us to a very large degree. But wh- what is the, the the net result? What is the end game of what's happening right now? You know, how does how does it end? How does some sort of normality come back into it? The one thing I did kind of really harrowed and narrow that down was the rocks post yesterday mm. i don't know if you saw that yeah his eight minute 30 clip or whatever it was and literally calling out donald trump and asking him where was he because ultimately you're going to need one person to take ownership of this issue and ignoring race for a second of the person involved but you could never have seen this whole issue blow up with barack obama's president one, because he was actually a very good statesman. Talk about his politics and policies aside, you could criticize those rightfully and wrongfully. But as a person, I don't think anyone could really have had a problem with with him like practically everybody does with Donald Trump. Yeah. 
the other thing is it's gotten to an extent now what from again from seeing different things online uh, at the end of the day because we're so external from a lot of it it's literally resigned to looking it up on, looking up the news clips on youtube seeing them on twitter or seeing twitter comments for the most part um which obviously we've we've had our own rants about twitter and how that's you know your everything is in its own little bubble and you have to yeah you have to see how all that breaks down but it's very much a just seeing how there's it's gone to such extremes insofar as you literally have there's very little grey area in the middle everything seems to have just gotten to, so, to such extremes and it's the the bigger the biggest challenge I think is going to be trying to find this middle ground this middle ground that's going to get yeah. people to the table there's enough people who are saying this is wrong there's enough people who are saying the looting is wrong for example and everyone is at those two extremes and it's trying to get to that point in the middle and getting that discussion actually going is going to be one of the bigger problems it's not people helping are too that ingrained in their own heads as to what the problem is. That, or sorry, people obviously everyone knows what the problem is. People are have it so ingrained their own beliefs in their heads from be it from childhood. I mean, we talked about to an extent in the super secret production chat about the Drew Brees situation. Um, like, you know, he's someone who is incredibly conservative who has had it. Essentially, these are probably been something when it comes to the whole respect of the flag situation that's been instilled in him since he was a child. You know, and as people are having to give up, I won't say give up, but are having to try and change those beliefs that they've had since they were children. And it's, again, trying to really reprogram people to open their minds a bit more, and that's going to be a big challenge. What isn't helping is the fact that there's, like, so many examples of the police beating people up. There's a thread on Twitter, it's kind of famous now, where it's, like, over 300 entries long of videos from just the last week of cops beating up. Do you see the one I just sent before the show? A paraplegic man. man. No, no, the paraplegic man. There's a guy guy trying to get out of the car, and he obviously kept telling him, I'm I'm paralyzed, is what he said. And he obviously couldn't get out of the car or whatever, and he grabbed onto the car. They told him not to grab onto the car. And they tased him. Yeah. The woman getting beaten up after she was groped. Like, that is fucking sickening. And the old man, that was the one last night. The old man that was pushed over by three fucking grown-ass strong motherfuckers. And his head bounces off the ground as the air starts to bleed. And do you notice what it was? That that one with the old man, the one thing that caught me out of all of that was you had maybe seven or eight what looked to be just regular cops walk past him. Mm. And it was the army guy who actually stopped and checked in on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you the know, guy so who was the guy who was kind of pushed in the back by the cop from behind, he stopped and bent down, and the guy who pushed from behind picked the cop up and told him to keep walking. Yeah. So yeah. the guy that was the last point of contact showed remorse, and the other guy's like, "No, fuck that guy." Such a lot of shit. Hearing... The worst thing is, it's everyone has been tired with the same brush. Like, if I was a cop in America, um, rightfully or wrongfully, I'd want to. I'd want out. I would not want to be part of a police force in America right now. No matter how good I believe I am, no matter how good my intentions are, no matter how innocent my record might be, I would not want to be a cop there because I'd be fearful for my life and my family's life because of what's happening. And you just, it's such a volatile situation that I wouldn't have that security in my life. Yeah. And yeah, Trump saying when uh, the losing starts, the shooting starts, that was just a match to like the fucking touch paper. Like, what was the comment he had today? So the stu- com- oh the com- my God. Going about George Floyd to be looking down and be happy. About the job the situation numbers. With the job situation. 
Oh. Um, Jordan did point out as well that uh, basically yeah, there's up there's as many as six cops a day quitting in New York just in New wow. York alone that they are wanting out uh, during a pandemic that, where there's nowhere else to go that says yeah. a lot um, and the point that like the exact cop who pushed the old guy who, uh, was seen t- uh, photographed taking a knee in the exact same spot 24 hours before that I will say you I watched see the a couple of times the whole lot he's the guy that had the nightstick out or the baton out and then it's the cop that was the t- cop that came from behind that pushed him yeah. now he did put a little force himself not enough to knock the guy over I'd need to watch it again to be sure but the guy from behind is the instigator there he yeah. came flying up yeah. behind them like you're like fuck off he's an elderly man you yeah. can see that from the video I don't need to be two feet away from him to see that like these guys were yeah like, uh, I, uh, like I was going to say there's the whole situation around the fact that this curfew has been imposed and stuff like that and that's another issue where people can argue that whatever which way they want but generally if the situation pops in where these cops were supposedly enforcing this curfew we, uh, I kind of said this last night we don't know what time this video was taken at it I didn't see a timestamp on it or whatever if this is post curfew is your man on his way home you know it could be a couple of minutes late if it looks like they're just getting in position to enforce this so I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's around the time that the curfew is kicking in like he could, have been, he could be an essential worker he could be like he could work in a hospital yeah. he could work in a grocery store you know like yeah it could be you know and he's he legitimately a guy be, coming home from work yeah, yeah and his house could literally be right around the corner from where that yeah. is and next thing he's and like imagine if he literally lived right around the corner and he's like look just on my way home from work and as you said hospital for example it's like yep was on the train was running late I'm trying to get home next thing you hear that thud Oh, you can hear across man. the road. Yeah, the other video is even worse. You can see his head hit and the noise that you. Yeah, yeah. you can you can hear how loud it is on the video from and the, worst the video thing is, across the you road. S- oh. You still saw people online last night trying to say that was staged. <sighs> this is go back to what I said, where people have there's the two camps where people have in their own heads what's going on, and it's those two extremes. And I was trying to get those people to the table is going to be where I, is, is something that's been in my head all day all week is how is that going to happen and that's where the big issue for me is um Rian in the chat there this Logan Paul thing where he oh was his losing. brother was looting yeah yeah I don't, I don't oh, think it was Logan Paul his brother was, was reporting right alright but he wasn't stealing but that's not the story reporting he's a reporter Steve. influence goes leader. to get content that yes. was more sh- like that. Those two fucking Instagram fucking clowns Ugh. that I saw this week, scumbags. Like fuck you. Talk about using this for your own gain. I don't know. I just hope. I know everyone's. I'm sure everyone's sick of. Um, you want some escapism? I know that, but it's hard to uh, hard to not talk about it. And like we're over here, America's our neighbor. You know, we see that we see a lot of this stuff, and I don't know. We could not talk about it for a few minutes. I guess. Yeah, the true breeze one really confuses me though, because if you actually kind of look at what he said, there really wasn't that much malicious or anything kind of overtly or invertly racist in what he said either. It was just the context of if you're not condemning what's happening overtly, then you're part of the problem. There's that attitude out there as well of how right can somebody be or how wrong can somebody be. Do you know the way, like, if someone says hashtag all lives matter, then they're criticized for, for saying that rather than, you know, well, you should be saying black lives matter. Like, you're both right. 
and you know there's there's that element of you know again this is internet wrestling community as a an example Ugh. it just it, it can't agree on something you know yeah. you have to you have to shout loudest you have to shout rightest just context of everything yes you're both right you're both on the right side of this argument why are you trying to make an issue out of it yeah essentially people who are essentially wanting the same thing albeit they have their own they have their own different slogans instilled in their own heads that they think is what's right but they're both wanting the same thing yeah yeah in in their know. own way, it's 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 yeah, it's tough. That the big the big thing for me is that that's the sport. For, uh, a lot of the people speaking sense are weird enough sports people. Yeah, but here's the thing: like eh, on that whole uh, the hashtag debate that's going on, like I mean, it's not going to kill anyone to use the Black Lives Matter thing over the All Lives Matter thing. Do you know oh, what I mean? No. Just just use it. Like fuck it. You know, mm. like show your support. Of course, All Lives Matters, but like. Not all life is at threat all the time. Do you see Xavier Woods's video? Oh man, no. he did a he showed a, he shared a short clip of it on his Twitter, um, where he was on. He was talking to Golden Boy and some other dude. I'm not sure. It was on a Twitch stream, and he's like 15 minutes long of him talking about this, just how he feels that when he walks into a situation, he has to himself think about how he needs to make himself look less threatening or seem less threatening. And it's just yeah. mind blowing that people have to think that way. I, I presume uh, you saw the the CM Punk video actually from backstage this week. Yes, I heard about it. I didn't see it, you but know, I read about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was weird. Now I haven't seen the whole show either, but I saw that segment, and it was weird that in a segment that featured Mark Henry and Booker T, that it was CM Punk that was the the over kind of riding voice of sanity in the in the discussion. Effectively, he said that you know when he gets pulled over by a cop, he's worried that he's going to get a ticket. Whereas he can't imagine a world where he's uh, Mark Henry's son getting pulled over and he's fearful that he might get shot and killed. And that's something we will never be able to understand, no matter how no. long we live. And it's effectively what Punk said is that white men need to talk less and listen more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, I saw, uh, I can't remember, was it, was it Randall Cobb? It was, it was definitely, it was, a, it was a footballer anyway. I can remember reading it on Twitter. Basically saying that like his father was having to have discussions with him about, yeah, hand, you know the police situation when he was well, before he was even ten years of age. Wood said the same. He was that's saying where that they're he, having to have these discussions. Yeah. that young. He, he said that his granddad had to have the conversation with his dad, and then his dad had to have the conversation with him, and he's just confused as to why all these generations later he has to sit down his two sons and explain to him all this shit. Mm-hmm. Fourth yeah. generations of that still happening. Shall we even it's, touch on the hypocrisy of WWE sharing this sort of stuff? Without any messaging in it? Like All the brands had to get out their plain background, plain black background white text images and pinned to the top of their feed. D- despite what was in it. So many ones put it out that said nothing. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. just platitudes. And- like the, you, can, you can... Companies are trying to make their brand fit this trend and I want to choose those words wisely so you know the common thing to do here and the respectful thing to do here is not attach your brand or your personality or whatever entity you're part of you know don't put your logo on a black piece of text don't put your fucking ideas or beliefs on a black piece of text literally just share the black image that's all you needed to do and Gordon not even a pop at you but Liverpool should have stayed fucking well clear of this 
being a club that literally only promoted a racist not even a decade ago when Suarez and Evra had that incident on the football pitch. I, I cringed. I, no, I like, don't get me wrong, I'm happy they've done it and even if you look at the percentage of the squad that was there at the time to now, it's a very, there's only a handful of people that are still there since. And to be so, fair, Liverpool did issue a public apology about a year ago about yeah. it as well. So, you know, it doesn't oh, yeah. excuse it at the time, but at least it's something they've went and, and made and they, something. And I mean, get, I'd a fan, so... <laughs> And they did get the ball rolling on other teams chiming in and doing it as well. I'm pretty sure they were the first in the league to do it. Yeah, I've I, I've no doubt that you know it was genuine and sincere. But you know, again, optics are a big thing in these sorts of things. And uh, WWE and Jordan says in the chat, the NFL as well needs oh. to take a hard look at themselves with Colin Kaepernick and club. I don't even out. watch American football, and I saw that NFL tweet, and I just put my head in my hands and go, yeah. just not today, lads, um, please. I will say, I want to say I'm quite proud. So out of the 32 teams, there's only one team that has put out a formal public statement as a club and have also actually donated money to the charities as a result, and it is the Packers. Nice. They uh, put out a statement. They put out a video, first of all, with all their players. They have this basically, because they don't actually nominate. When other teams will nominate captains throughout the year, they don't. They basically share it out among the team throughout the year so they have this leadership council for any big issues or whatever like um, stone cutters essentially but uh, they basically uh, they decided that they were that right we have to be the ones to basically get out in front of this and we have to be the the ones to try and spark this discussion among teams so they put out a video yesterday and they put out a statement I think the teams donated I think is a quarter of a million which may, you know, it's probably only a drop in the ocean to them but they are technically a non-profit uh, because they're a community owned team and the president of the, of the club itself, who obviously is only nominate, nominated into the role, but he's putting up a quarter of a million as well. So it was nice to see. And again, I know you kind of said, just put your logo on the black text or whatever, but theirs was a full-on statement around mm. you know, how they want to try and drive the change and shit. So it was... But look, it's better to see, that to see people trying to actually say, yeah. you know, we need to get, we need to spark the discussion. We need to, as a country, they need to get this ball rolling because at the end of the day burning burning shit down isn't going to make that conversation easier I I, will I I totally get going attacking police stations and police cars and police equipment I have no fucking problem with that whatsoever I said that last week as well you do you hun you do you but I guess attacking the target and stealing shit isn't going to help either so it's that's that's the problem it's ruining it on other people who are well-meaning peaceful protesters the of, videos of but once the, again I don't care if the, you attack small, police cars like <laughs> I small, don't I really don't vi- I don't give a shit no, no, that, no that's fair enough because that's who you're directing your anger at because they were the cause of the problem here but you see the videos of like family small business owners mm-hmm. and their shops getting looted destroyed You've, I've, there's a video of an elderly black man on the street crying out for people to stop attacking his business. Like, there is no justification, no matter what stretch of the imagination, that you can justify a movement yeah. to promote equality, especially amongst the black community, by attacking the livelihood of a black man. Yeah. Like, where do you draw any sense of logic in that? Yeah, there's one, one of the things I have seen given as a reason for this was the case of, you know, words have only have been, like essentially they've been using words for so long and it's gotten nowhere. 
sometimes violence to an extent is needed to spark that discussion and to be the catalyst to actually get people to take it more seriously. Yeah. Which I can understand to an extent. But it's a hot potato. Again, it's it's where you aim it's you know? it's where it's being aimed and it's where the impact is 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 what's gonna cause problems. You know? It's the it's old rough. uh the uh metaphorical political football is on fire at the moment. Yeah, like, kind of the only the only way this long term becomes resolved is an organized concertive effort to change who runs policies. You know, if you're relying on the same people who are in charge now to make a change, to make everyone's lives better, then you're not really going to get it because no. the, the old adage goes, keep doing what you always do and you'll keep getting what you always got. Yep. So yep. why do you expect change when you're not making the change, so yeah, when you vote, only... vote Fine Gael in again, I agree with you. Fitz. <laughs> hey, blue shirts matter. Oh, <laughs> All shirts matter, Fitz. <laughs> uh, right, moving on, a, let's move on. That's an inside joke, but no. I, okay, segue. When's Hulk Hogan going to be back on WWE TV? Well, he won't oh, be at AEW. <laughs> he won't be at AEW. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, want to talk about Hulk just, Hogan. No, just a typo on everything. Look, it's. It's a horrible situation. We all hope that it does, it does get sorted, and that there is proper change because it's fucking needed, you know. But yeah. it's just, the point I was making safe. before stay you stay ruined safe, with that terrible joke was um, Donald Trump is going for re-election in November. His political his political adversary in that election is Joe Biden. Now I I don't mind Joe to a large degree, but he's a seventy year old white man. Losing his mind who is not offering the sort of change that people desperately need. Um, now, Biden has, a, I think, a 10-point lead in the polls right now. That's not really going to be enough come November to sway it over that he'll win because the, America have a fucked up political system anyway with the, uh, the college uh, vote yeah. and, and the way things work. It's not... A typical uh, a voting system like we'd be used to over this side of the world but lads if Donald Trump gets re-elected in November nothing is going to change for at least four years and he will be re-elected Biden like, Biden is losing his mind he's literally he's struggling to string together sentences and it's getting worse on a weekly basis like it's it's ironic that literally two weeks ago before this whole uh, Black Lives Matter uh, situation erupted with the death of George Floyd Biden was on an interview with someone, I can't remember who he was on an interview with, but he said the line, and I'm paraphrasing slightly, he said, uh, if if you're not black, you're not voting for Biden, or something like this, or he says, effectively, the, the message he was saying is, if you're black, you should be voting for me. And this was said before the, the movement erupted, and it kind of got a little bit of traction at that time. If he really wants to be re-elected, or not even re-elected, but if he wants to be elected... He needs to put forward a radical policy change that really does promote these things. I think Bernie he, was the man there, wasn't he? Bernie, yeah, just, to be honest with he you, like a beacon of hope. If we had six yeah, months, if this, if this happened six months ago, I would cancel everything and beg, borrow, and steal for Michelle Obama to be on the ticket. You know, you've got a woman on the ticket, which would be the first time ever. You've got a black woman on the ticket, and you've got a. a fairly popular black woman who could bring about real change and Brack obviously would be there to help her from a political point of view with her lack of experience in that scenario but 
you're, you're heading down a dark alleyway regardless of which way this election runs out in November. T3 says uh, if Trump gets re-elected we're moving to Ireland. T3 will join the 2-Bet network. Yes. Perfect. You're welcome, boys. You are there's, plenty, there's plenty of room and the pubs are going to be open soon. So that's good. Yeah, we'll, have a so- we'll have a table where we'll get table service and socially distant from everyone. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll move on. Let's come on. We're, we're talking about this for ages. We'll move on to the wrestling, I suppose. Um, I want to start with, because SmackDown last week was an interesting episode. And oh, it had a boy. divided oh, opinion. So it opened with, now I can't remember who it was, but somebody, to, oh, Sean uh, Sap tweeted out just before SmackDown, something interesting is opening SmackDown. It's from outside the arena. It's going to be something. Um, so I was like, ooh, I like this. And I continue to like it. And I continue to love it even more as it went on. <laughs> so we see Elias has been hit by something. There's a car. Um, and then there's a car with an open door or whatever. The cops come in to find a bottle of booze. And then they see Braun Strowman who said that he saw a guy in full black uh, clothes um, run away from the scene. Something like that. So somebody finds something and it's Jeff Hardy in the bushes behind a trailer. And he apparently reeks of the same booze that was in the car, even though there was very little booze taken out of the bottle or whatever, you know. Um, so it, it, does, it does give many outs for it that well, somebody poured the booze over his hair and that's why his hair was wet and that's the whole thing. So Jeff Hardy comes back and he sees Elias. He has no idea what's going on. He gets arrested. Obviously, we know what happened. Seamus set him up. That'll be what the reveal is because they... Uh, the what you call him the hacker will have camera footage of Seamus doing it or something along the lines he broke kicked both of them in the head and then drove a car over to make it look like a hit and run quite entertaining television in my opinion something we haven't seen done I don't think ever and however wrestling twitter of course had its panties in a twist um, and not everyone agreed I personally loved it um, I thought it was really unique but I know a lot of people won't because Jeff Hardy himself has a history of DUIs. I know uh, Rebby Hardy and Matt Hardy weren't too happy with it either. But it's obviously no. a setup. It's obviously Seamus that did this. You know, it was never a thing that Jeff Hardy's character was the was the character that did this on the TV show. Do you know it? It's too alone? close. It's too close for comfort for my liking. That's why I, I love it. That's why I love it. No, look, I, I'm the same. I like when reality and kayfabe. Uh, have that line blurred between the two but for some serious issues like this I'm just like best just to stay away from it there's no need or if you're going if you're going to do this story arc do it with someone who doesn't have a history with um, uh, DUIs and, and such like Jey Uso oh wait <laughs> but that was the whole thing is that Seamus's whole thing was that he was disgusted with Michael Cole he said, it, said these words on it you keep putting him over using the insider terms brother 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 um, saying Jeff Hardy was a quote junkie bastard <laughs> going full <laughs> fucking Tala on Smackdown it's hilarious you junkies bastard you um, so he gets calling him a junkie and uh, like I mean I loved it I just thought it was a nice it was just a nice wholesome little story for all the family to enjoy you know but um, <laughs> I know um, probably it's probably 50-50 across the board what people thought of it 
Um, some people got irrationally angry about it, which I just fucking laugh my head off. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. But they were offended by it. We're like, how could you yeah. be offended by it? Well, people you don't like it, you don't like it. That's totally about fine. Everything. People were offended and irrationally angry about the ending of NXT on Wednesday night, for Christ's sake. Oh, I cannot wait. We're talking about Drake Maverick next, and I cannot wait. Uh, I, I know, so I was kind of trying to, to set say. you up for the segue, but, you know, you can no, just paste I don't think we're over. F- yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> it's <laughs> a work. It's not. Um, but, yeah. Jeff Hardy, overall, Jeff Hardy thing was a work. Um, <laughs> well, I'd need to see that on paper. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I enjoyed it. I, as, soon as, it, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, fuck, people are yeah. going to be pissed. Yeah. S- salute, salute to the T3 boys. Go do the, go do your thing, lads. Yeah. What are they doing? Got to go stand and protest. Oh, go do it, boys. Go, yep, go stand protesting. and protest line. No joke. I'll catch the rest of the show. Yeah, stay safe, dude. Guys. Make sure to stay safe out there. And uh, yeah, uh, they're, talk they're to good you soon. Brothers. Cheers for joining. Bunch of good brothers right there. Yeah. Um, we'll do a crossover show soon anyway. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. It's been long yeah. overdue at this stage. Yeah. Next Saudi show, but I don't know when that'll be. That was going to be our thing. The Saudi shows with the TT, T3 crossover, but they've got a little... Uh, they're a little tainted. They're Saudi shows in a required taste at the moment. Um, well, at least to be a crowd. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, of heads. Yeah. Oh. Why is it They have heads. Um, WWE backlash. But I guess I'll tie the two stories together out of Twitter madness. Uh, the Drake Maverick segment or storyline, we'll say. So Drake Maverick was part of the crew that was released uh, back in April or May or June or 28. I don't know. I have no idea where time is. Time is uh, just beyond me at the moment, but a couple of months ago, whatever it was, um, he was part of the crew and he he already had been previously announced to be part of the Cruiserweight tournament. So at least we know that's all legit. And they do the story where he loses his first match, but then he wins another one and, you know, the whole build himself up. And this match on NXT was great stuff, I thought. Um, the selling and everything from Drake was fantastic. He loses the match in the end due to the masked bastards, as we knew would happen. But at least they did something a bit different with it, where Drake saved Phantasma. He wanted to win this clean. He didn't want to be just, he didn't want to have a tainted victory. He wanted to win this title the honorable way. So he takes out the two masked dudes going crazy, which then leads him to go into the ring to get sucker, sucker, sucker punched. Typical stupid babyface WWE stuff. And, uh, yeah, he gets pinned to do a thank you, Drake type thing with the crowd in NXT. And Triple H does the old Cedric Alexander on him. He comes out with the contract and Drake signs it. A lovely little moment. Um, Did you read the fucking thing? a work. It wasn't, though, because Drake Maverick was not... I said this as well, and people are like, it was a work from the start. No, it wasn't. It was real. And then they turned it into something because they saw, and I said it on Twitter, his video had 2.5 million views. Raw doesn't get that anymore. Couldn't let be ignored. Me, let me clarify. It was a work, but not by, <laughs> n- not, not by the WWE. It, it, it was a work by Drake Maverick all along. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't on the list at all. He, tur- um, he turned that chicken shit into chicken salad. 100%. Um, people I, were no, like, I, I can't believe, believe they that. would. Uh, they people they'd exploit this guy. We were like, no, they legitimately fired him. He was legitimately fired. And then the people, they didn't care that much about Rusev. They didn't care that much about EC3. They cared about fucking Drake Maverick. Yeah, I'll tell you why so, I think he worked him. I think you you said it there, and he he had that one in that no one else had. 
that got released, he was announced as part of this tournament. So he had an element that he could cling to effectively. So he said, right, if I can convince them to let me stay in that tournament, I'm going to put on the best show that I've ever put on and I'm going to effectively audition on the world stage to try get the best position I can wherever I end up. Because he, he was in a no-lose situation in that in that situation because either, either A, he does something miraculous and gets to keep his job. B, he's doing a free worldwide audition for any other company in the world and see he's working with some great talent that he's going to get some experience off anyway yeah so he put out that video and to be honest i said at the time i thought that video was weird at the time i thought it was too much and i'm not trying to say it was you know sneaky or anything like that i think he just hammed it up slightly um for what it was shoot me if you want i don't really care but I, i i think that that was a little bit hammed up but kind of leaning into what I'm kind of saying is that, okay, well, I'm going to make a work out of it, brother. And then he goes off and, you know, puts on great matches, thoroughly entertaining. I, like I said, for the last few weeks, the, the Cruiserweight t- competition was probably the best wrestling on TV for the last few weeks. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put the strap on him at the end, though. I think the, I think this way was better, I thought. I think the way they did it was a better way to do it. Cause I he, think it he, was obvious. I think the win, him winning it was too obvious. Yeah. And it was a case of they didn't necessarily have to give him a contract if he won it. They could just get rid of him when he lost the belt. So at least yeah. this way it was... It was acknowledging... It was, it was giving him the contract based on his work rather than giving him a contract because we have to because you won a belt. Yeah. I think this way it's like... We saw what you can do. We saw what you brought to the table. We saw how much this meant to you and what you wanted to fight for it. So we're giving you the contract. And much like you're making the most of this shot, we're giving you another shot. Is the way I looked at it. Um, yeah. But Gordo, did you notice a distinct lack of the term interim I did. on Wednesday night? I did, and I didn't like it. No, and shout out to Jordan. He he made that call last week when he was watching some of the, the clips back, and he said, "Geez, lads, they're after dropping the interim from these YouTube videos. What's going on?" Never at the time, it. at the time, I thought, "Yeah, they they were probably just you know saving space or whatever." And but no, the Jordan Devlin has been erased from history. Yep, he's been Thanosed. Um Yeah, bullshit to that. Still only one champ, and he sure as hell ain't wearing a mask. Well, he might be if he's out in public. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, fuck that. Fantasma. Hashtag not my champion. Now, to hear, <laughs> Devlin did tweet out effectively that anyway after the, the airing of NXT on Wednesday night. So they still have that in the pocket if, if and when they're able to pull it out. But it's just weird. And I hate this is one thing I hate about WWE is they just make a change and never address it. This you is know? them not wanting to be UFC. But I have the, a feeling they went with the idea of, you know what, it'll be good. People will say, yeah, cool, we're having an interim champion. And then they got cold feet on the fact that they were too slimmer to UFC because Vince doesn't like UFC. So wait, I've missed something here. So there is no longer, an, Jordan Devlin is gone. There's no, there's not well, an no, interim champion. He's no, now no. the champion, is he? He's literally, every, all the graphics and everything regarding the title match this week. And apparently with some of the stuff last week, because Jordan called it out himself, they got rid of the word interim, so it's literally only referring to it as the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Mm. Fantasma they'll, is they will pay it Cruiserweight off, Champion. They'll do a match. Because Jordan uh, Devlin will show up with the belt. and 
And he better fucking They should. Win. And you'd hope that that's where they're going from. But I just hate the fact that they didn't address it. They didn't say, you know, due to travel restrictions, we're not sure when Jordan will be able to come back to defend his title. So El Fantasma is now the full-on cruiserweight champion and Jordan Devon will have a championship opportunity on his return. Yeah. And they're like, fine, that's okay. Perfectly yeah. logical. Thank you for explaining. Let's move on. Yeah, but now well, you're like, you just changed what's happening. Why did you do this? What? I, I look forward to the latter match between Phantasma and Devlin. So. At WrestleMania yeah. 10. WrestleMania 10. Will this be in Texas, though? Because apparently Texas government um, have said that stadiums and arenas can reopen at 50% capacity. Yeah. 50? 50%. Yeah. They originally opened it to 25%. If I can get my phone, I have more stats on this. In Florida, they said 25, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I I can only imagine that WWE will fucking move as quickly as they can to try get back into um, as much of a capacity crowd as possible, yeah, as quickly so, as possible. So I think it was as only on the first of June, Texas moved to twenty five percent. I was I'm assuming to try and get the NBA because obviously the NBA are, are looking to restart with their weird. 22-team tournament for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it sounded like essentially Texas were wanting to go the whole route of, yeah, you know, if we get 25% in and, you know, someone like that might bite on running their tournaments here. And nobody did. So uh, now they're up to 50% in a bid to try and kickstart the economy again. So I'm assuming it's to try and appeal to the likes of a WWE or the likes for UFC. So maybe we won't not, maybe we might not get Fight Island. Well, sure, look at... WWE or not just WWE sorry I, I, I criticise them harshly the United States of America don't really give a fuck about coronavirus anyway um, as yeah. proven by fucking everything that's happening right now they might as well just fucking cancel all restrictions in America right now and just fucking free let's for see all what, let, let's see what happens because they're pretty much there already yeah mm. well just for, for some context uh, this order of upping it from 25 to 50% came just three days after Texas set a single day high of positive tests so they literally yeah. they set a new record and then three days later, ah, you know what, do you want to open up a 28,000-seater stadium we can put 14,000 people into it? Fuck it, why not? Oh, God. Um, that's, yeah, literally. Um, and in the last week, if you're looking on day-on-day -day increases, three out of the four highest day-on-day -day increases have come in the last week since the whole virus started. Three of the four highest increases have been in past. Texas or nationwide in Texas Texas alone Jesus. and they're the ones who have made the call to increase this fuck a duck eh Charlie fuck a duck yeah see I've done some research I figured I hadn't done any stats based stuff in a while so I'd uh, hmm. do a bit of research on that one do you want to talk about the statistics of uh, how many times Kyrie Sane is getting injured in matches with Nia Jax three uh, two fucking many yeah Fucking ridiculous! Um, it was a nice edit job. I thought they did. I was surprised they even aired it. Yeah, I thought they just nixed the match altogether. Mm. Have now you caught a promo or something instead? Um, oh boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, this is poor Kyrie. Did not look good. Um, oh. They they done a good job of hiding it. Yeah. But the issue here is this is a girl who is less than half her size getting thrown into the steps from well, maybe two steps away three feet steps away mm -hmm. and someone who, who's, yeah, <laughs> who seemingly just does not know her own strength um, 
Mm-hmm. I have to be very careful in how I'm wording this because I know how cancelly, cancelly the internet is. But essentially, if you look at this whole situation when it comes to how she's thrown people around the ring, if you look at the one kayfabe killer, the biggest kayfabe killer in the world, the Irish whip. <laughs> um, it is literally a move where you grab someone's wrist and you feign as if you're shooting them off into the ropes and literally all that person does is they run the person yeah. whose wrist gets grabbed does the work if you watch anything of anyone getting whipped and watch their feet and watch the step count it will literally be uh, compared to when they're just normally running the ropes there will maybe be one step in a difference but because it is that person doing all the work you don't actually throw them Mm. this is someone who's literally going out here and is actually throwing these people when she's yeah. trying to do the most basic of holes which is causing these, pe- the, these people that she is doing this to to not be in control of their own momentum Yeah. so and... whether or not in this situation whether or not people want to say this is Kyrie's fault or it's Naya's fault she is throwing these people that person has to be able to be in control of their own momentum especially when there's obstacles such as these steps which clearly can cut someone open you have to make sure that that person is able to protect themselves and you have an onus to protect that person when you are doing whatever move to them, throwing them, whatever. You have the onus to make sure they keep control. She is not keeping them people in that position. So much deja vu. Yeah, we've been down this road a few times. You know, And it's... like, she's starting to get backstage heat from it now as well. Mm. And it, I think it's ironic that Kyrie put out the tweet showing the cut on her forehead. Yep. That's like her little that, protest there. That wasn't you, subtle. Mm-hmm. No. Thing is though, apparently, backstage afterwards, Kyrie was taking the blame for it. What? Well, d- if you listen now, she, to Wrestling She has Super done it many a time. If you listen to Wrestling Super last night, kind of Joe explains it insofar as that because Nia didn't fucking control her and uh, move her properly into the steps Kyrie kind of threw herself into the steps to a degree to make the move look good so there was an element of Kyrie being too professional to make the spot look too good because she knows how shit Nia is and she kind of hurt herself to a large degree yeah and at the same time uh, Kyrie has also been known to basically try and just take blame when other people have hurt her in the past because basically it's how the kind of person she is she's just humble and she's like look take blame move on mm. not that this has anything to do with anything but um, the big show was um, out of shape and was hurting people years and years ago and he was sent back to OVW just um, just just something yep. I thought I'd, I'd throw in there just you yep. know just a little, little factoid I like to throw in from time yep. to time not that it has anything to do with Nia Jax if only, no, if only they had a multi-million dollar training facility where someone could go to get better like it's it's ironic that you know, right now the kind of the biggest comparison, pun unintended, uh, that anyone draws with Nia Jax is uh, a comparative a comparison with Nyla Rose from AEW. You know, you've got two larger athletes kind of dominating their division physically. But watching Dynamite this week, and I, I know we'll run through it later anyway, but. It, I, I purposefully watched Nyla's match uh, to see her movement and to see how she interacts with someone because she was wrestling Big Swole who, despite the name, isn't as big as Nyla Rose is. <laughs> she is neither big nor swole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a little bit swole. She's a little bit swole, to be fair. Uh, 
but you could see the difference. And the reason I, I say that is because, you know, if you if you look at professional wrestling, they are professional athletes. Ultimately, their job requires physical performance. Therefore, they're athletes. They're professional athletes. And as such, need to know and understand how the body moves and works. Student you... athletes is what Naya is. <laughs> Baba Boucher. <laughs> uh, if you, and if you look at Nyla Rose, you can see in her movements that she understands how she needs to move and how her movements affect other people. You do not get that same confidence when you're watching Nia Jax. She does not look like a professional athlete in the respect of understanding and movement. Yeah. And that's the most basic thing that any performer in a professional wrestling company should understand. 100%. No lies detected. No lies um, detected. That comparison of the two, I, with every Nyla Rose match, the gap between the two is increasing exponentially. Absolutely. Um, if you look even now, if you look at Nyla three months ago compared to Nyla now, it is a completely different person you're watching. I still think she's still she still has a long way to improve. But they've been clever enough to put her in there for the most part in matches where she has a chance to. She she's in there with people who are able to help her through these situations. Yeah, we might as well and cover a little bit of raw here. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I was gonna say she's she's taking advantage of it because she's having longer matches. She's having a chance to work with these people. Uh, her her and Sheeta, the the chemistry I think the two of them have in the ring together is fantastic. And I think like Sheeta has really go brought go. her along. Oh, please indulge. Sorry, I had to do it. Uh, Somebody cracked the can. It had to be done. It's got to be done. Uh, but like you can see, she's she's taken. The, she's making the best of the experience, and she's working with these people and they're putting her in a position to succeed like ultimately i'm not seeing any of that happen with naya despite her being in there she's in there with the likes of an Asuka. she gets in there with the likes of a charlotte she gets in there with these people who have great matches with everyone else yet she is not stepping up to that level so there's only one that there's one common denominator that's not working naya Jax has been on the main roster for four years she has yep. toured the world for, now, granted, she was off injured for a year. So, we, okay, we'll cut that down to three years. Working professionally, like Gordo said, working with the best female wrestlers on this planet, touring, doing house shows, come through the Performance Center. How, at this stage in her career, has she not learned how to give a leg drop without potentially manslaughtering someone? It's, manslaughter it's, her, finish. it's her finish as well. Yeah. Like, like even just... Even just hair tosses, or beals, as fucking Michael Cole loves calling them, or even just bumps, and like this, the simplest of things. Like I'm a larger gentleman, I'm fully aware of what my movement could do to a smaller person, and in in certain circumstances, I take advantage of that because people <laughs> are dicks and deserve to get knocked out. <laughs> but ultimately, like if I'm fucking shaking my shit on the dance floor, I obviously need need no. I need to be careful that if I hit off someone, they could go flying. <laughs> no, you know, fucking Jack takes fucking pleasure in doing this by the looks of it. Because any other normal human being, after hurting someone for the first time, should take fucking absolute care that they don't do it again. But she's done it so many times. Charlotte, Bailey, three times. Sasha once. 
Fucking Kyrie three times. Mickey James worse. It's getting worse. I want to say more frequent. One of the worst things that happened, and this is going to be controversial because it's a moment that we praised for how it was a star-making performance in a lot of ways. One of the worst things that ever happened Becky. was Becky Lynch no-selling that fucking punch <laughs> because if you watch, the Naya injuries have gotten more f- consistent since then. Yeah. It's a case of if, if something had happened, can you imagine in that moment if Becky had have if it had completely ruined the whole invasion that was planned for that night, Becky gets laid out. She has a broken whatever. She's, you know, so they've blown that segment. They've blown that Survivor Series match. Everything is completely fucked. Can you imagine the heat that would have come down on that? Instead, because Becky is the absolute fucking badass that she is, which we've praised her for God knows how long now, but because of how Becky handled that situation. Concussed. Naya, yeah, what can cost <laughs> Naya? The whole, the bigger issue of the yeah. recklessness of the punch didn't properly get addressed. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I that's the so. problem. Um, just for other context as well, we're looking at people who, like, uh, as, as you said, she's on the main roster four years. Uh, for extra context, Statlander isn't even wrestling three years. But her debut, her debut was in June twenty seventeen. She's terrible. So this is. She's you not could not be more little, little something caught in my throat there. She's terrible. Look, what what you don't understand, Steve, is she's an alien, right? Oh yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. See, that's all you need to know. Like Rory, Rory pointed out there that she's the Rock's cousin. Like, I don't even think that should be saving her at this age because I can't even think that the Rock could even have any argument if Nia got fucking shit canned in the morning. She's pals with the old political bellas as well, you know. These things and Paige and you know what I mean. These things kind of add up, but hmm. if yeah. it was EWR and they got rid of her, there'd be a lot of pop-ups popping up saying people were unhappy. Yeah, hmm. I, I think you're gonna have to. Be... I think you're gonna have to hurt Charlotte for anything to happen to her. I know she did hurt she Charlotte did. before, but it wasn't a serious injury. She hurt her. It could have been almost fatal. It was so bad. But Charlotte, I don't think missed any time or any significant time. But you see, the but thing if she with put that Charlotte out and... for six months. That's a lot and of trouble. A- SRS pointed this out last week. Charlotte and Nia Jax have only ever had one one-on-one match ever. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas fucking poor Kyrie Sane has been injured three times in three matches with her in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Green is getting called up and is getting fed to Nia. Oh, poor Chelsea. Jersey Joe in the chat makes a great point. Is that Statler botches frequently? She just doesn't hurt people. Big difference, mm. you know. There's a big yeah. difference between not hitting and move crisply which you could put down to someone being greener than goose jet and actively hurting people frequently. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's fair enough. Like, Naya shouldn't be this green. Do you know what I mean? God, She's no. been around a long time. Oh, I no. get it for Statlander. I think maybe she probably shouldn't be... Some, peop, some people botching all the time on AEW probably shouldn't be on TV that early either. There's that argument too, but... She's not, okay, she's not hurting people, but whatever. Fair enough. We do have to move on though, because we got to get through this. Uh, is there anything else on Raw apart from that absolutely atrocious bo- bowling segment that we can talk about? Apollo Cruz is he tweening heel? There's a rumor There's that he's about something. to turn. Yeah, you know that that fake uh, injury with Kevin Owens kicking him low and then turning around and beating mm. him down after it. 
that kind of stood out to me as if to say, okay, maybe they're tweeting him a bit, which I would love because it actually gives him a bit of character to, he to needs work an edge. with. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't just be this happy smiley guy with absolutely no personality. He could be this happy smiley arrogant guy that has to cheat to win and, mm. and kind of you know, this is going to sound bad for the week that's in it but steal his place as a champion mm. you yeah. know because because it's his first title in WWE his first title ever within WWE it's taken him about three or four years to get it and he's holding on to it because he knows that if he faces any other competition he might not stack up and might not be able to compete so, so I, I fully love it that, that's how you get him over better as a character Rory mentioned it there as well if he does horrible horrible things and smiles like he, like he normally does that would work he's a psychopath that'd be good but yeah, this the yeah. US title match itself great little match I was really enjoying it they had the whole thing where Apollo Crews called out Kevin Owens See, he wanted him to be the first mm. challenger for the title in the open challenge thing um, yeah. and then, but here we go again with this right they booked a match KO lost last week to Angel Garza. He can't lose again this week. That's how their 50-50 booking works. Paulo Cruz won the title last week. He can't lose the title in his first defense. So neither guy can lose the match. So what do you think happened? Interference leading to a tag team match. Oh my. Oh my. And I, I said it on Twitter and I'm going to say it every week when we know this is happening. When they're, Oh my God, what's going to happen? Find out after the break. And oh. A libation, puff of all. There we go. Oh, And I say it on Twitter every week now, and I'm trying to will this into existence. Just once, I want a match to be not happen because it wasn't made official in the commercial break. Just one time. Just for the laugh. But you see it's the guys problem. come out. It's a you just know what's going to happen. A, it's an issue when I have an authority figure. Uh, well, Adam Pearce seems to be becoming the anonymous Raw general manager yeah, and SmackDown general me. manager it's but, uh, fair play this, this isn't a, a them versus us versus or, or whatever kind of scenario but AEW advertises their card a week in advance and you but get I will what, say you, what you paid for I'll this say one thing on the general on manager roster. no and on the general manager thing that you mentioned I mostly agree with you but while Kurt Angle was there and while Mick Foley was there but like general manager Kurt Angle has made this match official in the commercial break so they still yeah. used it there but it wasn't well, as egregious I suppose but. that's because half, half the time they weren't there yeah true yeah that was the problem so if it wasn't if it wasn't something that they had filmed a week in advance it was a problem of them not being there and the script being changed up to an hour before the show yeah yeah so it was a case of either the general manager was going to have to film something on their phone and send it on mm. or it was going to be made during the break. And that's the issue of not having someone there. So you would need, you would need, would say, for an example, a Triple H if he was at there or what, if somebody would say Heyman or whatever to be the person who made that call. Controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. Other, other than the anonymous Raw general manager, because we all know that's the greatest general manager in the history of professional wrestling. Bob Barker, William Regal, in his role as the commissioner and the general manager of NXT, perfect, yeah, perfect authority figure. And yeah. I don't understand why they don't have someone like that on the main roster. Because you can't because have two rings every week, damn it! He'll be asking for war games matches left, right, and center. You know, it'll be all over the. <laughs> Games. It's like LA. It's like versus fucking Rollins and the Disciples in War Games. You go to a break, right? Apollo Cruz and Kevin Owens are being beaten up by Angel Garza and uh, Austin Austin Theory. Like, please hold on. What's going to happen in the break? And you come back from break. There's two rings and a big cage around. It. War Games. 
And that fills out the rest of war. Rest of war. Roar? Raw, 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 why does Raw, and I'm using Raw as an example. Use its proper title, you little bollocks. Raw is War Games. I apologize. <laughs> Why is Raw is War Games having to have, having to have an authority figure that has to be a McMahon slash fucking doomsday authority figure? Why can't you just have someone who is oh, yeah. right down the middle as the authority figure and just you know, be the be the fulcrum of storylines rather than yeah. being the fucking story arc themselves there Jack is the Tony Jack Tony's gotta have kids you know that's all I'm saying there's, <laughs> there's a son of a hall of famer a son of one of the, the greatest wrestlers in the history com- of the company that is currently one of the producers at the moment uh, they could clearly get to step into that role and that man is Jason Jordan oh <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dewey Foley <laughs> <laughs> Because he's got the he could use the old T-shirt commissioner no, have, T-shirt. Have Jason Jordan step up and do all of the old Kurt Angle GM stuff. No, oh, that'd be great. No, and no. his and office has pictures of Kurt in it. Oh yes. No. Yeah. Oh no. yes. Tuck it to my veins. Look, it's better than having war games matches every week. Is Under it? Regal, you know. <laughs> and Regal giving out that he doesn't have Adam Cole in the undisputed era to bully around anymore. But he's so specific about it that he wants everything put back the way it was. So they've got to move the barricades, move it back a ring. You've got to re- replant all the stuff down, get rid of the cage. <laughs> He'd be a tyrant. You know, I, oh, <laughs> I look forward to watching Raw is War Games next week. Raw is War Games. Um, fuck it, they should... Look, the Make main the roster logo. should have done a fucking Raw is War Games by now. I mean, they have a tape show. Their excuse about not, not, been wanting, to do, not wanting to do it because of how many seats they'd lose makes total sense. Um, now you don't have that problem. You can tape the match. But where is oh, what's the is it Bing? What was his name? And Boogs and oh, Boogs. All them other people. Where are they all going to sit, stand around? Like Zaya Lee uh, is going to be in the crowd. Is is easy from tough enough in the crowd, or am I losing my mind? It really looks like him. Really, really looks like him. And he lives in Florida, so yeah. yeah you know. Every show I'm seeing, but I could have sworn he was gone. Oh, he's definitely gone. But then that was years ago because Jericho was and Hogan were the coaches at the time, weren't they? That's when Velveteen yeah. Dream was there when he got fired and yeah, all Patrick that stuff. Clark. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Patrick yeah. Clark. Back before he was sending pictures of his junk to the little kids, but uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Um, we'll move on from Raw. Let's talk Wednesday. Is, is there anything else apart from Billy Kay that you know she's just terrible? And hey, I would hey, still, hey. I, I would rather a match with her than with Nia Jax. I will agree there. Definitely agree there. She apparently, is safe and inoffensive. Apparently there was something put up on either socials or WWE.com after Raw with a backstage segment from the uh, the Iconics that was meant to be very, very good. So I want to check that out. Um, Highly dubious of that. <laughs> speaking of bad things that happened on Raw, uh, bowling. Bowling. Oh, bowling. Dear God. It's 2-2. Two, two. Oh. It's 2-2, two, two, Steve. So there's a fuck another one coming. At the they're, they're doing it at the Catalan. Oh, it, it was announced on Raw Talk. They're doing it at the Catalan next week on Raw. Oh, my oh. God. Okay. Um, Rollins, the Rollins Mysterio stuff. And yeah. I... Dominic is turning. 
Dominic is joining Ronald. He's turning on his father. Makes the that world go around. Damn you, Dominic. Seth Rollins. Damn you. Dominic Damn and Austin you, Theory. Dominic and Austin Theory to be tag champs by the end of the year. Yeah, there's something going on there. Um, but another one, um, I think I heard Sean Rassap talking about this. Alistair Black beat Seth Rollins clean on Monday, okay? Yeah. Um, Alistair Black is 33-1 in, in matches on Raw. Oh. And he is not getting a title shot. And I think there was some there was some qualifier to make it thirty one uh, and zero as well. I I know I know why he hasn't got a title shot yet. Why is it? Oh, title opportunity. No, he hasn't <laughs> jobbed out to Shayna Baszler two weeks in a row yet. Ah, I see. Okay, that's how. As soon as he does that, he's straight in the title picture. All and he has he, to do is lose twice in a row, then pin the champion to get a shot at the title, and he's he's golden. You uh, beat well, the champion, you get their title. You get your title. <laughs> you beat the champion, you get a championship opportunity to win their title. <laughs> Uh, this week in pin champions I can't remember who who was the only one that got pinned uh, Alexa Bliss I think was the only one I remember being pinned uh, as a champion or no Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross I mean Nikki Cross Nikki Cross yeah Nikki um, Cross lost <laughs> lols anyone else after the match Lashley put McIntyre no oh Raw going off the air all abruptly oh yeah they fucking they overran on a pre-tape overran a pre-tape fucking show that was full of recaps they had the recap of the opening segment that happened five minute recap of a fucking 25 segment or a five minute segment a a full on recap as in it was a pay-per-view like it was the Wrestlemania main event level video package it happened 30 minutes after it was aired on the TV there show. Were, there were matches in the Cruiserweight Championship tournament that were shorter than this recap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. We'll go Wednesday. Uh, so um, before we do, actually, just one on. quick note on SmackDown from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Sasha Bailey thing. Loving it. I And a few people are giving out, the, you know, that they're deferring the, the blow-up or whatever kind of end game comes from these two. I think they're waiting to get a bit of a live crowd back for it, which yeah. is understandable. But the the reason I'm liking it is it's a it's a long con. You know, I would be the first, and I have done many times to, to criticize WWE for pulling their sorry, bad choice of phrase, uh, blowing Plums. their load. Damn it, no. Um, <laughs> p- pulling the plug too soon on things, you know, just because oh the storyline started last week, we're getting to pay off this week. You know, let things develop, let things fester for a while. This Sasha Bailey thing is arguably the best feud on the main roster right now, and it's not even a feud yet. I think the plan was for this for Sasha to turn babyface a couple of weeks before SummerSlam. SummerSlam's in Boston. She would have won the title in Boston in front of her home crowd and Supposedly, all that stuff. Supposedly, yeah. Babyface. That's what would have been. But that's not happening because we already know that SummerSlam is not going to be in Boston because Boston have said as much that there will be no events until like September or something. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so who do they have from Texas? <laughs> uh, who do they have from Texas? Lacey Evans, em- she Texas? Ember Moon, is Ember Moon from Texas. Oh, bro, I, we need Ember she's Moon. From Houston, Ember yeah. Moon from Houston. Houston, yeah. But what but was the crack where she thinks she's not coming back? That she thinks maybe she's done. Her what? injury, her yeah. injury that she got. Oh, her Achilles. I think it was Achilles. Achilles, yeah, yeah. So she's been out for a, uh, a long year, a very long so time. Yeah, it's the same injury that uh, Xavier Woods has, and. Depending on the severity of the injury, it really can hamper people and restrict them from coming back fully at all. But it's one of those ones where you you rehab it and you keep rehabbing it until you get to a point of where you can return. But that can oh. vary between six months to a year. 
and that's a oh. huge loss. I think she's fucking great, Ember Moon. Uh, she um, is one of the best in-ring performers, but they haven't got her character right at all on the main roster. She should have beaten Asuka shortly after coming up. Yeah. I think so. Finally gave her the win over Asuka. It was one of the big stories for NXT and was an amazing story. The matches are forgotten gems because of some because I think the four horsewomen stuff got so much love back then. That <laughs> Jersey Joe in the chat. Sorry, I jumped all over you. That injury really <laughs> oh, fucked up that Achilles guy. <laughs> fucking hell. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. I for a long, long time absolutely loved Ember. Uh, it'll be a shame if she's mm. gone. Even even if this is more, you know, she's gonna be gone for a longer term, and we're looking at another year. So without her, it'll be horrible. Um, and an, and another one. Uh, this raw talk crack where WWE have decided to go after the people who do post show podcasts. They want to get that blue chew money off of them. Um, but Samoa Joe is apparently he's been moved, he's replaced Jerry Lawler permanently. So Samoa well, Joe retired here. No, he still can cost. Okay. He's not he's not been cleared off his last concussion, so that's why they have him down for the foreseeable yeah. future as it's, it's it's not quite it's not a permanent replacement, so to speak. But it's not a yeah, yeah, more so yeah. yeah. Um yeah, he's he picked up that concussion back in was it February when he was doing yeah, the, the, He got hurt during the commercial and had a concussion. Must on be the back Monday's of that. commercial was definitely worth having some old Joe on the shelf again. <laughs> was the was the risk worth the reward? Oh, we'll shut your whore mouth. We'll never know. Uh, but uh, yeah, before so you move he... on, the one thing I wanted to say was about the whole Sasha thing was she came out on SmackDown with an armband for Hannah Kimura, which was pretty classy. Yeah. Um, Kyrie and... did the umbrella. Exactly. And also the New Day had Chad on their armband. So it was a nice little touch that you know the company didn't effectively force upon them to do it's mm-hmm. it's nice when the superstars kind of take that little element and pay their own personal tribute and i thought that was a really nice touch and credit i'll give to AEW is they had a, a vignette before dynamite this week you know effectively for black lives matter surprised uh, nxt didn't do the same okay yeah okie dokie oh actually um, quick injury quick injury up, update uh jinder mahal has had to get knee surgery again Oh shit! Ooh. Poor lad's only back in. Apparently, he wasn't feeling right after one of his. Ma- I think it was his first or second match back. He felt something wasn't quite right in it, and went and got more tests done. And the poor man's after having to have more knee surgery. Nine months. People, yep. People say people can say whatever the fuck they want about the guy, but absolutely horrible to see him out hurt mm. again. And the character is one thing, but it seems like a fucking nice guy. It's always come across really well. Jesus Christ! Nice for the poor lad. Taking everyone out these days. Yeah, I blame Nia Jax. Yeah, I heard she injured him in catering. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll move on to AEW then because what we'll do is we'll do NXT and the takeover predictions all mm. in the one batch. Um, yes, Queen. Yeah, well, do you know what we'll do first then? We'll do it for the crack. We'll uh, flip it on its head a little bit. <gasps> the Wednesday night scorecard. So this week... Oh. Uh, Ratings AW1 um, 730 to 715. So on our scorecard, we have that as 30 to 6 over NXT. Mm. Um, our score is currently AW16, NXT 19. Which way are you voting this week, boys? I'll be straight up. Um, the, the Drake spot was great. I love that. You know, you, you can't help but be moved for the guy. Mm. Um, but overall as a show NXT felt flat to me 
and Dynamite kind of just was consistently good show throughout for me, and I I, I am going to go Dynamite. Well, I'll 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 um, I'm, what am I doing? Am I even it up or not? I totally agree with what you're saying, but the the Drake thing I love so much that I'd almost want to give NXT the point. But you're right, something something's missing in NXT at the moment. It's very flat. Yeah. It's very stale or something. It's missing. I I I think it's missing the flow of actually having regal segments. Weirdly enough, like the only real regal segment we've had in the last month was him having a Zoom call with Adam Cole. Yeah. And having I, like them interactions, not necessarily with that with Cole or UE, but his interactions in general with people, and they're just he just has a way of stealing the show in those little segments to a point where. It breaks stuff up nicely for me. So that's mm. something that I I feel I've missed a lot is having those. Um, if all these rumors of call ups are happening, NXT is going to take a massive hit. Yeah, because there yeah, are talks. Let's of get to DNA. that in the. Uh, let's yeah, get we'll into get that to the predictions, I suppose. Yeah, um, I will. The NXT that match and the segment, the Drake Maverick thing, I loved so much so that I'd nearly give NXT the vote over AEW, but I can't. I have to be fair. AEW I thought was the better show this week but that segment was so good that I forget about the rest of the bland flat show that I'm I, I'd nearly vote for them that's how I liked, good I thought it was but I, AEW is my vote definitely one thing I liked is that there was one trope that wasn't adhered to on NXT as well which was during the Swerve Tony Nese match there was an interference meant for a distraction but the person who was meant to be distracted still managed mm-hmm. to get the win the first time in God knows how long they've actually done that. Swerve picked up yeah. the win. Um, that was one thing where I was like, okay, that was something different. Um, I'm torn. Like, I, I went into this expecting it to be a go home, so I didn't expect it to be anything spectacular anyway. How um, has that changed in our minds? Do you remember the go home shows of Raw 10, 15 years ago? We're like, oh my God, this is the last match before WrestleMania. And now it's like, oh, it's a go-home show. Eh, it's going to be terrible. So you say that, but I, I <laughs> no. found the, the go-home dynamite before Double or Nothing was great. With the exception of half the roster getting fucking hurt. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I, I can't hold that against them. I can't. Uh, anyway, it's fucking stupid spots. Um, <laughs> it really was. Sorry, uh, Gordon. <laughs> to be honest, this is, where the, this is where the WWE side of things, actually, it could, I, I'm going to flip that around. The WWE go-home shows have now become a point of don't get hurt. They play it overly safe because they don't want people to get hurt and fuck up the pay-per-view Maybe. card. But this is going to be a bigger issue when it comes to backlash because apparently backlash. the... Reco- or, hey, yeah, you, you address it by its proper full title. <laughs> greatest wrestling match ever, Backlash. Yeah, <laughs> this graphic. is the greatest show. <laughs> um, oh, the so graphic. they are apparently the way the recording schedule is happening. The Raw is War Games from the night after and from the week after that are both being recorded before the pay per view. Oh, oh, that's going to cause problems with last minute changes. Oh, so what? But what happens if someone gets hurt at the pay per view? <laughs> They're going to have. What happens if? And I, I don't want to jinx this, man. But what happens if, for example, Lashley ends up being scheduled to win the title and they record two weeks of him having stuff with the belt? Mm. And then two or three minutes into the match on the pay-per-view. And again, I, I, don't, I know I've 
had my say about Lashley many a time. But but say for example, we'd say for example he blows out his ACL two minutes into the match. I think Barrett will do two finishes. Anyone. Probably do two finishes. But but what if he physically can't? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. What if you record two weeks of TV and then something absolutely horrible that I would not wish on anyone happens and someone gets hurt and physically can't continue a match and you have to fucking completely scrap that? You have to redo two weeks of TV that you've recorded. Let me get it straight in my head then. Next week's Raw is taping... Is taping for or is, is already no? It's not already taped. Next week Raw will be taped next week or whatever. It'll be taped on Monday morning, tape, Monday afternoon, and they're taping and then they're the following weeks Raw two weeks that night, and then okay, backlash and then is backlash going to be recorded is... later in the week. Oh yeah, sorry, no, sorry, it's only the night after. Actually, sorry, it's not the night after. And the yeah, week yeah, after. yeah, yeah, Only the night after. Sorry, I haven't even anyway, mixed up. NXT but essentially, or AEW they're doing like they're doing the Raw as War Games afterwards. But uh, right. yeah, it was something that popped in my head. Um, back to Wednesday. Uh, neither of them were spectacular this week. Nah. Again, um, I think the Jungle Boy has been fantastic over these last two or three weeks. Um, he's really shown well. The tag match that opened AW was very good as well. So I think if you're looking at what had the most parts that I enjoyed, I'd have to give it to AW. So we'll go with that. Can I can okay. I make a point? And I was hoping to wait until after the voting happened here. WWE fucked up with tag team rules this week on NXT. <gasps> Do tell. So and I I only picked this up because it, it was so audible, and that's really where the kind of chaos came in. So it was in the undisputed era match with um, Danny Burch and Only Larkin and Brizango. And just before the, the pinfall happened, Drake, Wurtz, the referee, was telling Bobby Fish to get out of the ring. Bobby, get out. You're not a legal man, Bobby. Get out. And it was so audible, obviously, because, you know, there's not much crowd noise there. Mm. Ten seconds later, Bobby Fish is still in the ring, and he's the one who gets the pinfall against him. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking WWE, fucking up tag team rules. Rabble, rabble, <laughs> rabble. <laughs> yeah, but they're not the Lucha Bros, though. Uh, Old man yells at cloud. Speaking uh, of which, I cannot wait to hear this Cornet and Revival thing oh, that's coming out today. I cannot oh, wait for this. Uh, well, screen. Oh, here we go, baby. Oh, um, oh, oh. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Nikki's here. <laughs> oh, lad, we'll see you next week. Good luck. Yeah, it's been <laughs> fun, lads. <laughs> I was I was expecting that to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we're literally just about to start talking about AEW. Um, we, what we're, you, we're what's your vote? In. Yeah, <laughs> what's your vote? Actually, we just all voted in uh, AEW. Uh, of the two, hmm. I'd probably go we AEW felt, as well. Yeah, yeah. We felt that um, AEW had yeah there was more going on. The main event of NXT was great crack, and but the rest of the show was a bit flat or something. Was kind of what we were saying. But best, best we'll segment on. of the week was clearly the Drake across any show that's happened yeah. for me. I think yeah. that whole segment and that whole match of him is selling and everything. That was clearly the best thing that's been done. But if you look at the show with AEW, we're going doing that at the end now. And you kind of think best and worst segments towards the end of the show. But AEW, who wants who who has what to say? Because we are gone long. Um, <laughs> yeah, the revival. Revival um, bit. Oh, yeah, FTR. Don't care. 
Revival. It's be very difficult to revival. It's going to be so hard to call them FTR because the name itself is a bit shit. Can we? It's a shit name. But it could stand shit. for anything, guys. Exactly. <laughs> stand for fear the revolution. I, I thought it stood for fuck the revival. <laughs> I, I heard it was beep the beep. No, no, we we don't have to censor that shit. It's fuck the revival. Um, um, yeah, I, that's interesting. Um, I look forward to them working their way through the whole tag division. So I'm happy that they're getting the butcher and the blade out of the way early. So the only way yeah. is up. Um, yeah, exactly. Harsh. The butcher and the blade alone. Harsh. Harsh. They've got new white clothes. They look fancy. And... They have new white clothes, and they seem to have lost Ali slash the bunny because she's busy fondling QT Marshall. Yeah, what's going on there? Have they dropped the this the sex cult thing now, or what's the story? They seem to have. Seems like Is there any sex cults left in many there's, there's where all too much sex cults. What there. happened to all the sex cults? Do you remember the sex cult era of AEW where everybody was in a sex cult? And now <laughs> um, nobody's in a sex cult. I believe that there was a bout of gonorrhea going around, so they all had to stop. Ah, I believe Gosh, it the COVID. The COVID. I thought, I thought it was all ended. the old sex cults. I thought it was all <laughs> ended with the formation of AEW heels. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a cult in general. Um, cult? What? But yeah, no the more only, sex cults. It's the only cult worth mentioning. Um, so QT Marshall is uh, making me very jealous with his current storyline I'll say that much yeah what a woman what a woman and what a man he's loved her uh, I said Nyla big swole decent match um, that Nyla now compared to three months ago while still having a lot of room to improve completely different person that we're seeing the last couple of months um, Brian Cage, Cage enjoyed the Cage and Taz thing yeah how long until he has to beat Seven Shades of Shit out of Marco's stunt and I ejaculate all over the sitting room? <laughs> It'll be deeply uncomfortable, though. Oh, don't just set off the Twitter one. The room. <laughs> Your one on Twitter will be going mental again. Uh, but yeah, I like the, the Cage and Taz, and Taz is using his old phrase for a cage. It's quite cool. Um, I like the promo that came back in. Moxley wasn't backing down. It was a good promo back and forth there. Taz is the fucking man on the mic, though. He's so Taz good. is awesome. Love Taz. He sounded so much more comfortable this week than last. Mm. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Two night fighter fest. Fighter fest is too big for just one night. So to the AEW fans, two night stuff. to the AEW fans who had a fucking pop at WWE over WrestleMania, <laughs> fuck you. This isn't even a big fucking show for you, and you're still doing it over two nights. You fucking <laughs> plebs. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, really looking forward to it. Should be a great two night show, but still, fuck you guys, you fucking plebs. Oh, but man, it's not that's back to end. back, Gordo. Doesn't that's matter. The end of our podcast now. Will the AEW fan base get a hold oh, of this audio? Fucking we'll never care. From this. Fucking melt. You can fuck off. I'm getting angry um, here. I'm gonna fucking loot the corner shop. It's oh. weird. Yeah, I don't get the. I don't get the two night thing for Fighter Fest. It's too big. It's too big for just one night. With no oh, matches they should, announced. They should roll <laughs> with that. Like, they should actually lean into it and actually say that it's too big for oh, one night. Definitely. Absolutely. And they should do it to the point of fucking agony with it as well. How oh, yeah. on the graphic. Literally make it too <laughs> big for just one night fighter fest. But that's that's um, Wrestle Kingdom and WrestleMania this year have both done two night shows. And but, now this fighter fest thingy. Uh, they got, I prefer the one night thing. I said it at the time. Um just needs less matches they don't need to be eight hours long i just you know is, just prefer the old one night thing is this because people were given out about the length of the double or nothing and people did Maybe. give out about double or nothing despite that being a terrific show 
Mm. People still found something to give out about. And it was only four and a half hours. Yeah. Which is not that long in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Four and a half hours is a fucking damn good night. Um, (laughs) But yeah. yeah. People gave out about the length of that and I'm wondering is that what fueled this because they're looking at trying to do that same amount of content but they're just going to spread it over two nights because people bitched. Mm. Probably. Probably. But look, it's it's a ratings grab as well. You know, they'll get two weeks of a ratings pop for the... Like they did for... Was it Great American Bash? Or not Great American Bash. Bash at the Beach. Yeah, like they did. It's kind of a ratings thing, yeah. They're doing doing a pay-per-view across two weeks of TV and they're giving it away for free. You know, no complaints about them giving it away. They're not obviously people will be happy they're not having to pay extra for it. But at the same time, this is yeah, I just laughed when I saw it. Oh, we're doing it over two weeks. It's like, oh, oh, oh Twitter, where are you now? <laughs> oh, the tears, they're so salty. Um Jericho defeated Cold Cabana. Good match. Um, I n- never fought each other before. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Makes sense when you think about it, but it's just like, how the hell are these two massive names? Well, obviously, Colt isn't massive, but he's a big, big name in wrestling. Surprised they never had a match somewhere along the lines, you know? Yeah. Well, Scotty yeah, Golden was never match. big enough deal, like. Yeah, it could have been an enhancement match, you know, or it could have been anything, but anyway, it didn't happen. But um, led to Jericho challenging Tyson to a fight, which I assume will be on Fighter. And there it is. That's why it's called, that's why it's on TV, because fucking Tyson's going to be on TNT. That's what it is. Uh, have Tyson Jericho. Get all that's those rings. That'll yep, main event night once in a fight yard match. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going to talk about that when we talk about NXT. Cool, cool. Um, anything else really? Um, Cody Jungle Boy. I think we talked about briefly. I Didn't need spend a lot of time Cody to stop blading. Yes. <laughs> Come here, is the the catch-up thing with Matt Jackson on being the elite, is that a shot at Cody doing the blood all the time, or am I just reading too much into it? I haven't seen BT. Uh, I thought that was the joke. It's probably a bit. Literally every week, Matt Jackson gets cut open for the last, Ah. like, month and a half. And they just put ketchup packets on his head or whatever. Well, it goes back to to the Dustin and Cody match as well, uh, where there was just blood everywhere. I I'm lo- I need my brother. I need my brother. <laughs> I um, promo good. Sean Spears, um, tell me what is with the black glove? Because that went over my head. It was worn by yeah. Ted DiBiase, Blackjack Mulligan, and can't remember the third person. But essentially, it's the historical meaning behind the people who have worn the glove. They didn't explain that very well. No, they really didn't. No, they didn't at all. But they didn't explain anything. It was just a glove. Here's your insight into it on your beacon of knowledge for wrestling news, the alleged wrestling podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly. That that literally is what it is. There's no allegedly You're about like, it. That's what the glove is. <laughs> I actually have given you information here. <laughs> yeah, it, they um, definitely should have explained that further, but I'm really liking the prospect of them using Sean Spears more. New Four Horsemen. No, they can't do that. Spears, The Revival, and A.N. Other. MJF. MJF. No, I, I I really don't want him to do the Four Horsemen thing. It's just done to death. It'll happen. I really don't want it. You, you have to. You have. Horsemen, what do you call it? Three Horsemen? The Five Horsemen. More <laughs> powerful than the Four Horsemen, which is an IP we're not allowed to use. <laughs> four Tuna Major. Could be anything. Something with four. four Horsemen. Force Play. See, it's, oh. well, TNA used new sex cult foreplay 
Fortune. 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 There you go. <laughs> what what did TNA call him, Nick? For, uh, fortune. fortune. Oh, that's the fortune. One. Fortune. There was, like, there was like twelve people in that, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. I remember. I had to fight the Sons of Anarchy somehow. Fitz, was, their numbers were too strong. <laughs> oh, Jackson Riker. Speaking of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh God. R.I.P. Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Yeah. I'm just wondering, will the fortunate sons or whatever the fuck they're called, the forgotten sons? Where am I going with fucking we, fortunate sons? We're not going to see them God. tonight anyway. I think we might see them tonight, I and know. I might see, get to see them uh, crushed. And it was recorded, out and then it was recorded before this. That's true. Ah, but also, Vince is a massive Trump fan, so he probably started yeah. pushing them because of it. Yeah, he's like, probably going to be the world champion. That's the thing. Like when he tweeted that out, and I, I can't remember who shared it, but I just replied back, "Great heel work." Mm-hmm. You know, it, where do you well, draw the line? We're seeing it from outside the. We're seeing it from outside of the political bubble, though. Insofar think, as we're not having to witness this or live through that environment the timing, every day, yeah. so we're seeing it differently. Timing's a big issue there, I think. Yeah, I, I also think, uh, and he has a history of it. Exactly, mm. that's where I was going to say that comment in isolation from a kayfabe wrestler's Twitter profile. You could excuse it as being character work until, as Gordon says, he has history of Facebook posts being dragged up as well, which talk along the same lines as that, where you kind of realize he might be done. Yeah, it's a shame because he's the one of them who actually has a bit of an it factor about him. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean it's a shame insofar as it's a shame that he's an absolute fucking Egypt. Gee bag. Gee bag. Cheers, Dobbs. Dobbs said he has to go in the chat there. So uh, cheers. Hello, I'll Dobbs. Talk to you again next week. Take it handy, man. Um, anything else before we go on to NXT slash takeover uh, predictions? No, no, I like the, I like the, the Britt Baker stuff again and her Rolls Royce automobile. Yeah, her and Reba. Yeah, even her uh, training montage was quite good. I, I'm all in on Britt Baker right now. I, I'm loving it. So getting, getting her knee busted was the best thing for her, apparently. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> weirdly enough, <laughs> will will Adam Cole Bebe join her? No, his contract is really up this summer. Contract's up in August. Really, really funny. People were posting the picture of Adam Cole at the. Uh, post double or nothing party or Labor Day weekend party whatever it was mm. and they were like oh my god Adam Cole is at the party he's going to AEW dot 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 AEW bound type tweets you're like dude they literally they had Peyton Royce at the last one yeah. you know yeah. like they're all they're married or whatever you know they're going out with each other they're like sure fucking Brett Baker Red, was Baker. Take out. yeah take over <laughs> <laughs> take they're all take they're out. all going to these things um yeah. They weren't yeah, allowed relax. for a while, and the fact that now they've started doing it, I think that's why people get so yeah shit festy over. Everything. They're all in Florida. They're all recording mm. the shows in Florida, and they're they're all riding each other. So they're going to show up at each other's parties. Yeah. Okay, it's going to happen. Zack Ryder <laughs> is going to be in the crowd for Raw when Chelsea Green makes her debut. Yeah. we all know it's exactly. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell, tell me, though, things, you're saying with, with with Cole going over, it's probably a better career move for him because let's face it, he's too small to make it on the main roster and he's reached yeah. his peak in NXT. So it's really yeah. the next place he can go to get so anything. So Cole and the Revival in a three-man faction, you say? <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I completely see where Nick's coming from. and He's obviously boys with the Bucks and Kenny and Hangman as well. So mm. but he, he has dead. that pull. He... he well, he that's that's his perfect reincarnation right there. We need a higher power to reincarnate him. He's <laughs> going to be the Undertaker 
in AEW. <laughs> dead man. God, With no, his wee do tiny please arms. Do <laughs> but like, he has that pull factor to go to AEW. Yeah. Like, but I cannot. Happen, I can only imagine the WWE are going to offer him whatever he wants to stay. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Because, and like, if if this mass call up from NXT to the main roster, even though that's not a thing anymore, allegedly, uh, is going to happen, then surely all of Undisputed have to come up together if and when that happens. If they Let's talk about it in the predictions, yeah. I think. Like, if they keep yeah, them the thing is, they'll, they'll be fine on the main roster, but you know how they love spitting up groups main roster. I completely but, agree um, with everything next and time. The and that's, that was kind of my, yeah. The issue is, are Undisputed Era, are Fish and O'Reilly able to throw axes? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Can they bowl? Can they bowl? God. That's the real question here. Right. Uh, look, we'll um, we, we we'll consider AEW covered off. We'll move on to NXT. We've already talked about the main event, which we all thought was great. Um, do you want to just do predictions? Is there anything major that jumped out at you from this? Week? Um, heel Johnny is working for me. Heel Candice is not. Okay. No, um, I hate this. I hated that opening segment. With the women's match, and I know I like I listened to the soup before sexist. I come on here. Um, Sex is toxic, boss. No, I, I I love women. They're they're, they're great. <laughs> I, 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 I think everyone should have one. Um, right, so keep every every woman in Galway needs to stay away from fits <laughs> after June 29th. June 29th. It's okay. It's okay. Being unleashed. Yeah, no, 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 no. We know that, but it's the whole assault thing, fits. <laughs> Fitz is going to be sitting there with 10 points of Heineken and a bag of potato. of irony of that coming from Mark Gordon, huh? <laughs> Look, I needed to get Stench one back. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 never accused. <clears throat> oh. No, no, never. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was accused. <laughs> I was accused. I hope this isn't the week my memory starts listening. <laughs> How you doing? Fuck off! <laughs> it's okay. I've I've moved on from your mother. I'm into David Starr's mother. Ma- Mammy Star. <laughs> what a woman. Rian is accusing Fitz actually. Um, what? Yeah. Rian, as we know, is so, four years old. Accused now, Fitz. So. Yeah, but it's from Rian, so that really doesn't count. You know, he's not national real. stadium bathrooms. <laughs> he's not a real person. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, that women's segment didn't like it at all. Uh, the soup I was listening to it, they were high on it. Um, I don't get it. Like, who was in the match? It was Candace first, Mia Yim. Yeah, both mm-hmm. technically sound wrestlers, but the biggest criticism that I would ever have with women's wrestling as a as a general sweeping statement, oh God. is is that it's not as fluid as men's wrestling can be. <gasps> oh. I said can be. Now, I would qualify that by saying a good women's match is equally as good as a good men's match, and I firmly believe that. But okay. typically speaking, a men's match is more fluid than a women's match. How dare <laughs> you? Greta <laughs> yeah, exactly. can go fuck herself. Um, you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Entire ecosystems are dying, Fitz. <laughs> well, All because God. you hate women's wrestling. <laughs> Maybe that's just Darwin's way. Oh, but, how dare you? Uh, d- 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 if I can be serious for a moment. Uh, you can't. We don't trust you. 
<laughs> like it's just it feels like it's paint by numbers so frequently with women's matches and oh my it, god it, how dare you <laughs> He never stops this guy. <laughs> Greta is going to be fucking wee and all over the place now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, back to the, we're back to the fluid thing. <laughs> and even though I can criticize the fluids. opening segment much, it, at least it was better than fucking Aaliyah versus Santana Garrett. You leave well, Santana Garrett alone. Yeah, but Aaliyah has no business being in that ring. No, she no. doesn't. No, God, no. No. I mean, Santana Garrett beat her, and San Ga- Santana Garrett is, is the enhancement talent here. We didn't even know she, she had a is, finisher. She is the female Raul Mendoza. Mendoza. And what I mean by that is, he <laughs> is the Robert Star. Wherever he is nowadays, after getting kidnapped. I wonder who, where, which one of the mask guys he is. <laughs> Did they just take him out and go, right, we're, he's jobbed out enough. Get rid of him. He won I match legit, once. I legit thought he was being abducted so he could come up to the main roster. Mendoza is a fucking damn good wrestler. He would have been on all right addition to Lozinger Mm -hmm. or Bernables, the performance center. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the the whole um, heel Gargano's is is not a fan. I I said it from the start and I said I'd I'd leave myself open to it. They have not swung me over yet and I don't see it happening. I'm I'm loving heel Johnny because he's got that smarminess about him and just some of the little nuances and some of the little kind of cocky shit he does is just chef's kiss for me um mm. i like i like that kind of heel uh, and i think he does it very well but for me heel candace just isn't connecting at all um it's such a 180 yeah. for her like yeah like, like I, johnny I, was always doing a little bit of healing towards the last but while anyway he's doing a bit yeah. of whereas candace it was just like all of a sudden out of nowhere for no particular reason yeah so it's just hard to connect we were watching the other night and we kind of made the comment of is it essentially like she's essentially like a toned down heel Alexa Bliss is I think quite oh. the phrase that Paddy said and, and you I said say I'm insulting Jesus Christ also you just insulted Alexa Bliss on a wrestling podcast Gordo you have now been cancelled oh. if, if, and if people after had, insulting the AEW nut jobs if people oh. had, if people had heard what I said in the living room the other night uh, we would never be allowed to have a podcast again. Let's not do that then. Uh, it was something along those lines, but then went into the whole teenage boys' yeah, hardy fantasies. So, uh, okay, we're, we're good. Let's move. Yeah, you know, you know roughly where that goes. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, um, and again, I know we put this up. I love, I, I, I think Alexa Bliss is one of the best heels they've had in the last couple of years. Dig up, stupid. No, she is. I actually think she's been. Her whole bratty heel was fantastic, <laughs> but let's be honest, I don't need to see her sitting in a wrestling ring right now talking oh. about cups of coffee. There's only one wrestler oh, I want to hear talk about a cup of coffee, and that's only if he's talking about the cream of the crop. Yeah, and it's only about a cup of coffee in the big time. Ooh, yeah. Um, that's something I can dig. We'll go to predictions then. I don't think there's much else to cover on NXT, considering we're nearly here for two hours at this stage. Um, six woman tag team match Mia Yim Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez at NXT TakeOver in your house I am predicting that Fitz hopes this is in the middle of the card so he'll have a piss break because he hates women's wrestling <laughs> he hates it how dare you <laughs> like you've got two women's matches on this card one is going to be absolutely out of this world great and this one 
Might be a pre-show. It's a Sunday night pay-per-view, so yeah. they might do a pre-show. Yeah, I am. Um, I I do think this would be a very good match. Um, and I think look for this to be something to highlight Shotzi. Yeah. This would be something to highlight Shotzi and highlight Tegan more than anything. I think. Yeah, that's why I think um, they're coming away with it. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, well, yeah. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna go faces. Faces win. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit more torn on that. I see it potentially being a. Knox and Blackheart stealing the show, but then you have Candace stealing a win at the end. Potentially. Well, yeah. See, I'm keeping that, that bit for later. Uh-huh. Oh, ho, ho. stealing a win at the, the end. Gargano's So, what fits did you make a prediction, or do you just hate oh. Adam's wrestling so much that you won't be? <laughs> he- Heels are going to heal it up in this match. Heeling it up. All Not right. the AW heels, the NXT heels. The heels that matter. Okay. I'll go to the matches that aren't for titles next then. Um, Finn Balor versus Damien Priest. Balor. Bleeding Priest. It's Bleeding Priest. <laughs> it should be Balor. I guess it really should be Balor. But I can see them giving it to Priest as a bit of a launching pad considering we expect a lot of talent to be gone this time next week. I think they need they need to build Priest now. And I never thought I'd be wanting Punishment Martinez to win a match on a fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> what is what is 2020? Um, it's, a, yeah. it's another one that's hard to call. There's a lot of matches on this and very hard to know. Yeah, you usually take over like boom, 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 boom. But I, yeah. I, I'm struggling with a lot of these ones. I'm like, I'm not sure what way mm. they'll go. Um, and some of them where the possibility of there being mass call-ups in the next month or so add a lot of wrinkles to a lot of these matches mm. um, I'm going to lean towards it being Priest I'm going to join you in that because I think that there will be needing to build people and a win over Finn Balor in NXT is a big deal well apparently not the Cameron Grimes who got stuck fucking having to face Bronson Reed this week yeah he sucks though breakout star 2019 Bronson Reed <laughs> oh something we didn't mention Dexter fucking Loomis oh, and his drawing. Oh, his, his drawing. He yeah. is, what? I don't care, he is the breakout star of 2020 for me. I'm saying <laughs> it already. He has been fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he's good fun. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll go priest, priesty baby here. And uh, I will please indulge. Please indulge. A libation, puff of all. Um, what you reckon, Fitz? It will be a barnstormer of a match, but batter just to get the win via old veteran status. But Priest coming out of this match looking like a million dollars. Yeah, I guess it's where you go with the main event. Because I could see Balor going for the title. But it depends on... Do you know what? I'm changing my pick. I'm going to go Balor. I'm changing two picks here. I'm changing three picks, in fact. I'm going to go Balor. It's, 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 really, it's really hard to call as well. And this is I know. I've I rebooked. I made one change and I had to rebook two matches. Yeah, and like it. it's it's something NXT have always done really well. I've always found has mm. been making people look like stars in losses in, the, in takeover matches. It's something they always do very well, which is why you have a match like this where you don't know what way it's going to go because, well, logic says if you want to build someone, you give them the win over the veteran. They also just have a way of making that the loser come out looking like the bigger star out of matches. It's a really weird mm. thing that they, they do very well. Um, I'm, pro- I'm potentially going to change my pick before Sunday. 
we we yeah. might need to bring back the prediction sheet for this one because I think we'll it's going to be a lot of fun sheet, filling it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going Balor, Nick. Balor Fitz, well. do you make? Yeah, okay, you're Balor. Yeah, Fitz, so, so we've, we've got three one Balor. I'm the only one saying Priest for now. But I was kind of on the fence. I changed the Balor. As splinters in one of my arse cheeks. So I'm yeah. still leaning off the side of the fence. Both, yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm going just... to be disappointed with the result either way in this because oh. either way you get Balor kind of starting his run again and, you know, like you said, a, a possible path to the title feud. Or you've got Damien Priest getting a, a huge victory over former Universal Champion Finn Balor. So, you know, they're, they're, this really should be a no-lose situation. Yeah. So I, I hope that they don't fuck it up somehow. And it's essentially almost heel-heel. Yeah. Balor's been tweening for a while now. Mm. He has, but if you look before this, he had the whole thing with Dream. He was, mm. he was full heel then, yeah. He was full heel with Dream, and then the matter of two weeks, it's him against Priest. It was a very, it yeah. was a very quick switch. Without confirming the switch, so it's it's still kind of it can confirm Balor as a face, depending on what way mm. the match plays out as well. I think it was but, when he was taken out of that match against Riddle. You know, they, they beat somebody, beat him back up or beat him up backstage. That yeah. sort of started. Maybe he's gone in the middle here, but yeah, uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. A lot, um, lot of wrinkles. The other non-title match: uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Has to be Cross. You can't not give it the Cross. cross. TikTok. Yeah. He's gonna film a TikTok or something. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what Paddy, this TikTok is about. The existence of that app has ruined that man on me. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think Champa's uh, Champa doesn't lose anything by losing here, um, and you'll get another match out of it. This won't be the the only match they have. Yeah. Be the next pay per view will be Champa across as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, all across. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. has to be. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the NXT North American title match then. Keith Lee defending against Johnny Gargano. Uh, Johnny's already won the title, but Johnny's a lifer. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, we know come, that. Triple H wouldn't let him leave anyway. Come back to me. Come back to me on this one. I'm back for me, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Gargano because it frees same. Keith Lee either to go up or to go for the tight, the big title. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking. Yeah. Gargano. Oh Ditto. my god. <laughs> Did it. Exactly it's, the same it, reasoning. It's, it's got to be Keith Lee. He, ne- uh, he needs he needs it. a big victory over uh, an established star in NXT. Uh, plus Gargano, because he's the heel now, he can afford to take the loss as well. That's where I can look at to win and make it look like it doesn't put you know he Keith can if he loses. He can, but I think if Keith Lee loses to this person in terms of the character that Johnny Gargano is now I think it affects Keith Lee more than Lee beating Gargano I don't think it impacts Gargano but I think it would impact Lee that would be my optimistic view of it but again it depends on where they go from here and what they do with the people involved if Keith Lee is one of the people that are mooted to be going up then yeah this is an easy way to get the belt off him but it's hard to know what if Lee retained and then ended up losing the belt to Champa because Champa hasn't held that title yet and it would mean Champa is a Grand Slam champ. Just have uh, it be a, they've never faced each other, see who the better man is. That way you still have the effect of Champa is technically on the way down. You can take him out of the main title picture for a little bit or the main event picture for a little bit. Well, elevate. 
Oh, yep. COVID. sorry, bless him. Uh, <laughs> fucking bless me. Got the old COVID here sneezing away. Uh, but yeah, you could take the title off of Lee in a way like that, where you give it to someone that you want to take out of that title picture. But yeah. having him lose to someone who's essentially then there's no shame in ever losing a match to Champa. It frees up some other ex- interesting matchups there. If would say, and I'm using Champa as an example, but he was the first one popped into my head. Because uh, I think he could do it a bit of a stint around about that level. Um, but yeah, it then frees up Lee to go on to something else. You could have that sort of a match in a couple of weeks on NXT, and then Lee is freed up either way to do whatever you want with him. I'm surprised Keith Lee is still in NXT. I thought he would have been up by now after the whole survivor. Uh, they so. they told Vince that he's out of the country and they gave him the special network login. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the free login. Yeah. Apparently, because Matt Riddle apparently has. Vince is high on him, apparently, is a story that's come out. Uh, and they've got big plans for him. <laughs> He'll be RVD smoking a joint in six months, but hi. that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to stay Gargano here because I think there's other things for Keith Lee to do. I think there's going to be a change at the top huh? quite soon. Um, okay, so we've got everyone there, I think. Um Moving on to Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai for the NXT Championship. And I think Io Shirai wins it by pinning Rhea Ripley. Charlotte yeah. drops Charlotte's the title and involved. doesn't get pinned. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Charlotte, because I think Io's coming up and I don't think there's enough for Rhea to win it back yet. I'm mm. going to disagree and offer a third opinion. I think Io Shirai does win, but she does pin Charlotte. Ooh. Because I can't see that. Because but. and the reason I say that is because if Io pins Rhea, it kind of hurts Rhea that she's been she's taken the fall effectively in two consecutive NXT Women's Title matches. Charlotte, in her position of being the all powerful and ever living Flair, she has that arrogant persona that she can effectively get double teamed by Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley to a point of where she's just put out of the equation. Rhea thinks she's going to get the win, but Io comes out of nowhere, gets rid of Rhea, she wins Charlotte, and that then gets Charlotte out of NXT, and it sets up the feud between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley perfectly, because Rhea should have won, but Io actually did win. I'm going the route of Rhea hits Io with a riptide, and as she's spinning or, or kind of spinning around to get her bearings after hitting her with it, she gets hit with a natural selection, but then Charlotte pins EO. So Charlotte gets the, gets the pin on the back of Rhea's finisher, not her own signature. Jeez, you're thinking Maybe. way too deep there, man. <laughs> I was going for a similar thing. Um, Rhea is in the figure eight and EO Shirai hits the moonsault and pins Rhea. The two, the two of them are still have their legs locked, but Io has her shoulders down and gets pinned off the moonsault. Or uh, Rhea is pinned off the moonsault while she's in the figure eight. I, nice I, I think, I think Io NXT way. <laughs> I, I, I essentially think there's two women coming up, and that's Chelsea and Io because it's apparent. It was rumored months back that Io was looking at going, potentially leaving. Oh yeah. Um, and essentially they're not going to pay her much more to be in NXT whereas main roster money regardless of what they want to say Raw and Smackdown money is more money so their way of keeping people around and we'll get to this a bit in a bit more detail potentially when we talk to main event their way mm-hmm. of getting around paying people more will have to be starting to move these people up it's why they're doing it with Riddle is because he is open he's apparently available to discuss deals with people beyond a certain date uh, unless he got moved, and that's why they've moved him up. 
apparently. Something in the contract. Yeah, so they're now looking down this route of trying to protect what they see as long-term investments, and their way of potentially doing that will be to offer bringing the likes of an EO up to try and convince her to stay. Because at the end of the day, if you're looking at it, she's probably the best female performer in the world right now, if you're looking at in-ring in-ring ability. She is on. Probably. She is probably the best out there. Rhea or Eo? Eo. Eo. Okay. Sorry, did I say Rhea? I meant Eo. No, no, I, I, I no, sorry. Um, yeah, no, I meant I meant Eo. Sorry, as much as I love Rhea, she's she's not the best in the world. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I, gonna I, go, I'll say Eo then, and we'll move around. I'm saying Charlotte. Eo. Eo. Jesus, I'm fucking. I've seen this show in a completely different way to everyone else. So, which means that we're all going to be wrong. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Rhea's yeah. going to win. 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Um, so, then, you have the main event, which is a last chance backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. If the Dream loses, he can no longer challenge. He can no longer challenge the NXT Championship while Cole is the champion, which is the reason why I'm saying Adam Cole wins. Because that's why the little qualifier is in there. Call me up, Vince. What? Call me up, Vince. What <laughs> is this match? It's a, apparently it's a load of cars they were all asked to drive to an area behind the performance center and it was taped where the cars essentially will circle off a fighting area or something I predict <laughs> that I'm going to hate this <laughs> I predict this could be as weak as Gargano Champa yes <gasps> how dare how, 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 how dare you? <laughs> uh, Gargano Champa was fine, but could have done with being 20 minutes shorter. This, oh, I have a feeling no matter how short they make it, I don't think this is going to be good. So you're saying it will not be the greatest wrestling match ever? No. That's next week. Like, the, <laughs> this match. The wrestling match so far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> oh, God, help us all. This, this match, and in particular Velveteen Dream, needs a live crowd to work off yeah I don't see this living up to any sort of good expectation I assume if they're doing the, with the people that are in the car I assume the people beside the cars so there will be some noise I yeah. want Loomis to drive up some ridiculous fucking thing Loomis <laughs> just rock up in a monster truck or some shit he <laughs> predicted like, it he, he fucking foreshadowed mm-hmm. it with his drawing he's going to pick up mm-hmm. uh, drive a pickup truck and pick up the three boys and take them away there's a finish. He's going to abduct the other three boys. Cole is going to get distracted and he's going to get yeah. fucking clocked. I, I, I reckon them. Dream's winning because of this because they're set, clearly <laughs> setting up Cole and uh, Loomis. I don't think that's going to be for a title. So I, I think mm. Dream's taking this. Put the fucking belt on Loomis. Put the belt on him. <laughs> the greatest I, first I year since Kurt Angle. <laughs> I, I cannot see with unless they're fully confident that these allegations are just that. I can't see them putting a title on Dream. But with everything that's happening in America as well right now? I guess, yeah. When was it recorded? Um, last, uh, last week. Yeah. Last Thursday. So it would have been yeah. around the time of it kicked off. It hadn't really hit the melting point though. Yeah. But they could have done two finishes like they've done for most of these um, taped matches. The big tape, big tape matches, mm. I should say. Um, I'm gonna go along the lines of what Steve's thinking. I, I, I'm not convinced of Velveteen Dream being the champion in NXT. I just it, NXT is too much of a kind of a kayfabe, real fighting, purist mm. environment. Whereas 
like Elias performed fucking out of this world when he made the transition over to the main roster, Velveteen Dream is made for the main roster. His character would be fucking phenomenal. And I don't yeah. want to steal AJ Styles' gimmick and put it on him, but he wouldn't. And, and what you do is you you have him lose this match potentially. You could keep him around, and do another storyline depending on who else is uh, who else can work with him. He he backs um, up Loomis as Loomis goes after Cole. But, uh, yeah, that would be a nice little kind of um, busy work for him to keep going until live crowds come back to Raw or SmackDown, and that's when you bring him in and have him fucking bedazzle everybody in the crowd. You know, that's that's how you get him over, but as the champion of a wrestling show rather than the champion of a sports entertainment show meh I just don't see it I, I love Dream but and I do think that they need to take the title off Cole I think he it's a bit stale now I think they, it needs a new face or it needs a new it does uh, pathway to the this title. whole Thanks champion for a year yes. longest reigning champion greatest champion in history it all feeds into his kind of arrogant persona so it served a purpose for him having the belt for so long. If oh, yeah. Mania wasn't cancelled or TakeOver Tampa wasn't cancelled, would that have happened? Probably not. But it did get cancelled, so they leaned into it very well. And depending on who the next guy up is for the, the, the title, Loomis. I would have... This is what you fuck off. Okay, Loomis versus Eric Boogs. Last man standing match, NXT champion. Just took it to my face! <laughs> who who wins? Who wins? The fans, Fitz. <laughs> the fans, the people. Rick Boogs isn't here to win matches, Fitz. He's here to entertain us all. He doesn't give her who wins the match. That's I want, I so want Boogs I want Boogs and Swerve to form a tag team. <laughs> Swervy Boobs? Swervy Boogs. I think what's going to happen is Cole retains... And Balor is next up, and Balor takes the title from him because the whole longest reigning champ yes. versus the best versus the best ever. NXT that's a perfect champion. story. That is a perfect that's where story. It is. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Or, the, Dream has gone cold. There's something not there with Dream. He's missing for so long. You <laughs> 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 can, of course. That's why I changed mine from Balor earlier. I, I think, think that's Cole, what they're doing. You've hit the money shot there, Steve. I always do. Cole wins, and then out of nowhere, he gets pounced over the roof of a car by Keith Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) Yeet. Uh, I think it's Balor Cole after this, and and Balor wins the title. I think that's where they're going. And then we get Balor versus Lee. Oh, God. And then Balor versus so many people. So many people. And Dexter Loomis is going to... uh, win the NXT title at Wrestlemania next year after winning the Royal Rumble and cashing in on Finn Balor at Wrestlemania exactly I'm all That'll for I'm all for Dexter Loomis main eventing night one of Wrestlemania next year <laughs> See, they, they tested the waters this year <laughs> they tested the waters this year with the win- Rumble winner technically choosing the champion from NXT even though she had to be baited into it I think that was a little test in the waters to see what they could do because they already had a massive women's match so you know what are you going to do? Um, so are we all saying Cole? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or Cole? I don't know. I'm torn. I think I think Cole makes sense. Cole makes yeah. more sense long term. So yeah. And this is more the Undisputed Era's playhouse. You know, they can have all four guys beat him up. It's no DQ. They can't you know, though because they're all getting kidnapped. Yeah. 
They're totally well, I mean, that's how they get kidnapped. My Dexter boy, Loomis my, comes my in boy is going to kidnap <laughs> He kidnaps them. <laughs> uh, ah, look, when you talk it out, it looks like a, a great show. And there better be a goddamn house, okay? You can't be going around the place calling yourself in your house not having a house set, okay? Get the house. Um, why yeah, don't, we'll do why we... is it on a Sunday night? I know, it's a sickener. Bastards. What are you going to do? At least well, Saturday I'm... nights are perfect. At least I'm on nights next week, so like this is gets me set up for it, really. So, um, best match of the week. Uh, I'll 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 do the. I'm gonna kick it off. I'll go Maverick, the Maverick and El Hijo del Fantaman. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that. I think same. Just for the feels. Yeah, I was. Even though I I had the result of it spoiled on me in advance. Well, not the result necessarily, but I had the whole outcome of everything spoiled on me. Um, but yeah, even at that, I was still invested in how things were going to play out. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was a it was a great payoff, a great match. Um, to pay off a, a storyline they've been telling for months. Yeah, and, even though it was all the work, though, right? It's, it's all the work. It's all the <laughs> work. It wasn't. It it didn't begin that way, but it became one rapidly. Like, <laughs> Within like a day, I said, I'd say. <laughs> like I said, Steve, it was all a work, but it was a work by Drake Maverick. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think he made a good point earlier. Actually, he worked him good. Um, he worked him good, brother. Him good. Uh, worst match of the week. It's a toss up now. Santana mm. Garrett, Aaliyah. Nah, then there's Billy Kay and Nikki Cross, and then there's Naya and Kyrie Sane. I know this is very much. How dare you? But there were a lot of bad women's matches this week. Um, so I'm going Santana versus Aaliyah. Aaliyah has no business being near a wrestling ring. But she did not injure someone. Jax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with the Billy K match for me anyway. You're such a racist. <laughs> a racist? He just hates Aussies. What a racist. Yeah, hate a racist is Scottish. Scottish at Aussies. Oh, yeah. I like Nikki Cross. I just she got saddled with a fucking elbow for a wrestler there, so Oh boy. You, she can't wrestle. You leave Billy she Bay can't. alone. I know, I'm going to do it to myself. How dare you? Regretted myself, I understand. Uh, I'm going to go with Naya Kyrie because yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah definitely, I'm definitely. Naya is terrible. Do you know what the yep. worst part Naya. of that was, right? That was on a taping. Like, I know that obviously the dirt sheets got wind of it. Doesn't matter. Just pull the fucking match. Yeah, don't air it. Yeah. Pull the match. Give someone else a fucking four-minute you people promo recorded on their phone. Remember when the phone promo started? They were fucking fantastic. Oh, Do you know what it was? Do you remember was? two out of three falls? Do you remember that era? <laughs> Do you know what it was? Remember we were kind of talking about why they had such a long segment recap? It's because they obviously had to cut like five minutes off the fucking, fucking match. match. Yep. Oh, there it is. Ah, there it is. I am so smart. S-M-R-T. That's actually... 100% what it was that is. that is absolutely it is yeah see again um, I, I said it earlier your beacon of knowledge when it comes to your wrestling reporting the alleged wrestling but there's another Boom. there's another thing now with um with the fact that because the the word got out nothing has got out since the, in the taping era that's the first time I can remember something big getting out yeah they've been very yeah. somebody something somebody's not happy and they leaked that information Mm, Someone's not happy with Naya. Lots of people not happy with Naya. No, definitely. But somebody came to the point where it's like, oh, I'm done with this bitch. And they they, po- they sent it to Observer and Fightful and whoever else. Do you know? Very That's true. my theory. Very, very true. Nothing else got out. Nothing. True. Not a fucking thing. 
Um, best segment of the week. We give this one to Drake as well. <laughs> I mean, probably, no. yeah. Um, uh, I, I take him out of the equation because we've kind of given him the award for the best match. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what other segments to award us. I know what I have for worst segment, but best. I know oh, yeah, exactly that's... what I have for the best segment. Okay, we'll go. We'll go worst segment first. Then, what are you saying, Nick? Bowling. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. Like I, I don't, I don't mind these challenge things, but the whole yeah. one person's the best, and then all of a sudden the other is amazing at it at the very end. It's like stop doing the exact same thing every single week. Every week it's the same story. It, it is. It hasn't changed. Yeah, Fair enough. One person just beats the other person. Grant, you'll be next yeah. next week. That'd be fine. But so all the way, we were actually secretly amazing at this thing all along. <laughs> They're so stuck in their ways they have to put hope spots into fucking pre-film bowling matches. Oh, guys, <laughs> guys, do you not do you not understand though? It's, you know, anything you can do, okay. I can do better. Oh, oh my God. So if I can I do something, guess. even if I do yeah. something really, really good, like ridiculously okay. good, I'm very good at something like ranting about stuff. You right. can do it better. In Is that what you're saying? That is exactly what I'm saying. But are there, Do you know also, what I am saying? But are there also particular things that you think you're quite good at and that you believe it should be your specialty? But in reality, if we were to properly play it out over an extended segment on a wrestling TV show, that it would be proven that I could actually do it better than you. Unless you're Nia Jax, yeah. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I'm not Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Let me get this right. So anything one of the teams can do, the other team can do it better. Yeah, so if one of them does it really good, like a 9 or a 10, even a 10 out of 10 in their right. ability at performing this particular action, the okay. other team just turns it up to 11. <gasps> okay. Final tap, boys. So what you're, really what Me you're trying to say maths. is... That's impossible. Is the, I, I used to do maths really good back in the day. So just to confirm, just to be 100% sure of what we're talking about here, anything the Street Profits can do the Viking Raiders can do better we put, and vice versa we put the brick on the accelerator exactly <laughs> okay okay and is there anything to be said for saying another mass uh, I will <gasps> gladly pray for opening the pubs boys <laughs> I, I don't get it I, I don't understand I don't get this anything I, I'm not quite sure it's been explained properly to us but look so Steve essentially what would happen is if maybe you were to get the, into a few maybe the fifth time if you were Maybe to get, the fifth time they do it, we'll get it. If you were to get into a feud with either of them when it came to podcasting and editing and producing a podcast in your role as stupid, sexy producer, um, they would do it better. Okay, but then the next week, I would be a better wrestler than them? If we're Stop. talking about Dawkins, you already are. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, I have another challenge or though for a worse segment because I forgot it was this week. Okay. Jeff Hardy Elias thing. Hey oh Steve oh. liked it. Okay. I am on my own then, am I? Shite. I loved it. But see for Steve. I wasn't um I wasn't very uh I wasn't very uh passionate about it, Nick, though. I understand why people didn't like it. So. <laughs> uh, Are you changing yours from bowling to Jeff Hardy? No, no, I'll stick with bowling. But Okay, it's that bad. Yeah, it's a cl- it's a clean sweep for bowling. 
Queens. Okay, perfect. So um, anything one team can do, their team can do better. I think is what we got. I think that's what it is. I'm not quite sure. Possibly, and like I more so like how they don't bludgeon us over the head with these things anymore. Um, I need more very, explanation. They're subtle. They're very subtle in how they explain these things to us. Like you know how anything one team can do, the other can do better. Or how Edge versus Orton is going to be the best wrestling match ever. Wait, greatest. what? The greatest Great. wrestling Since match when? ever. The greatest wrestling match ever. Again, again, they really need to start bludgeoning people over the head and drilling this home to them. Uh, they've been far it's not too enough subtle. to just have it on the graphic and have the text fifty times in bigger font than the actual pay per view name. It's like putting it up in Microsoft Word and it's like okay, it goes, much ever back. It goes to one hundred and forty-four, <laughs> but that doesn't look big enough in four K. Put it up to one four four four. Okay, so I think anything that you can do, we can do better segment bowling number four is the winner for worst segment of the week. And I have a feeling that the Catalan may win worst segment next week. Oh, I have a feeling. Uh, best segment then. Uh, and you're one. saying take Drake out. Come on. I have a best segment. Otis and Mandy from SmackDown last week. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, that yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I st- yeah. When that started for the first maybe minute or 40 seconds of it I hated it but it by god did they, they turn that around fucking epically so good that was genius shit oh yeah that was some of the best professional wrestling I've ever seen that was so good <laughs> fantastic professional wrestling <laughs> For they fantastic are, professional they wrestling they are decent wrestlers <laughs> they are decent wrestlers Tucker Dark Tucker Dark Tucker Dark um, coming back after intermission <laughs> what a great episode uh, what else happened great segments um, I'll, 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 your... yeah just about to say that was good yeah um, it wasn't on TV but the Tully Blanchard oh, fucking yes, cutting lumps out of uh, Sean Spears was they good they a recap but um, only a small battle yeah the whole thing was only a small yeah yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of recap stuff on AEW this week so I was surprised they didn't show the whole thing in full that's I'm one missing, thing I did you know. actually pick up on on Dynamite this week it's, it looked like they've changed something or changed personnel backstage running the show maybe the production outside of the actual uh, wrestling ring for example backstage video packages promos whatnot, it felt different this week I don't they know finally started using cameras and not fucking cell phones. I noticed that with the Matt Hardy segment with Private Party. Last week, you know when they did the three ver- versions of Matt Hardy last week? Mm. They did that clearly on the shitty little phone camera they used yeah. for BTE. Yeah, They I liked- clearly used a proper camera. But I, I thought it was it's ta- it was a tape this week because it felt taped with yeah, all the recaps. It and was. Maybe. Par- I don't know if it was. Apparently it- this week's was taped. Because okay. it, it wasn't live on fight anyway because there was no picture-in-picture. Picture, no, they haven't nah, done, they haven't done much picture-in-picture picture for the last couple of months, though. That's they the did last, they did the, last, still, the last two weeks when they were live properly. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I thought they still threw to ads a couple of times, though. Oh, they did. Well, not not every time. Not every first, time. But the, yeah, well, the, the last week they did proper picture-in-picture. Picture. The week before they didn't because they had all those ads on for Moxley movie. Oh, maybe Jesus. I was, maybe I was drunk. I haven't seen that movie yet, either. Either way. Best segment. Um The whole Matt Hardy having the bit of respect for Sammy. Nice little touch. I liked that. I can't see anything touching Otis and Mandy here. Oh yeah. Smackdown. I cannot believe how good SmackDown Mandy. was last week. I'd nearly watch it again tonight. It was that good last week. Really enjoyed SmackDown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, oh, we've got D. Bry and AJ tonight, don't we? Ah, oh, contract right. match, I assume. No, I think contract. No, it's the match tonight. Face. No, I saw somebody tweet about it earlier. It's a face to face. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, I'm pretty sure it was, they taped. They yeah. ta- they have it taped, but it's the match is taped. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, thought, yeah. apparently, it is ridiculous. Yeah, meant to be really good. Um, I thought it was this week. Sorry, my bad. No, my bad. Um, this one's oh, on me. Oh no! Oh, it's fucking Gronk lost the title. Oh ah, yeah. How horrible that is! The if winning. only they could have used that money towards keeping people employed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I can't see anything else topping no. Morris and Mandy. It was um, so good. Apparently, just touching on the Gronk thing. Apparently, he was actually slated in to work three main shows. So it was supposed to be Mania, uh, SummerSlam, which was supposed to be the big one, and he was also going oh, to work Patriots. the. He was also going to work the Autumn Saudi show. Oh. But, uh, it would have been interesting oh if he'd gone t- to do SummerSlam in Boston after leaving the Patriots to go play in Florida. Yeah. Been interesting. Yeah. But Even it, I know that. I'm assuming it was written into the old uh, um, contract that as have, soon as. Okay, we, so Fit seems to have news, but we're giving best segment to Otis and Mandy from last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can I make a new nomination for worst segment and I haven't even seen it yet? Oh, okay, yeah. What have they announced? Um, let me try verbalize this to into a, 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 a words. Stephanie McMahon has tweeted out, "I'm so proud of Triple H. His iconic 25 year career deserves to be celebrated. Join me, Seth Rollins, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Sheamus, Shawn Michaels, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano." Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford to celebrate and roast my husband. And the she has a link. She has a link. <laughs> she has a link to YouTube video. WWE superstars react to Triple H 25th anniversary. Oh, oh God! They're doing a live react. They're doing a reaction video to that shit show segment. That's tremendous. Oh. oh. God, that is very sick. The, like I, this, I haven't sick. seen this obviously because this literally only went out in the last uh, twenty minutes. Oh boy! Oh lads, I think we need to take it home so we can go watch that shit show. I'm gonna take the shit home. Um, yeah, uh, plugs Gordo, if you please. Yeah, I suppose it's great I to have him back. Yeah, I figured it'd be nice for me to do them and take that pressure off your hands again. Um, yeah, if people were wanting to get more of us here at your beacon of knowledge, that is the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. You can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it. We're taking over the internet with all of our legion of followers. Uh, we're wanting to increase growing that legion. Um, so if you're on anything that likes for iTunes, Stitcher, any of those that have a review system, Please make sure to give us a five-star rating. Leave a comment. Any rating you can give us, especially positive ones, uh, it helps increase our reach. <laughs> we want to get more people out there. Even if you fucking hate us, give us a five-star rating, but tell us why you hate us in the comments because we want more yeah. people to hate us. We don't care whether people yeah. love us or hate us. We just want those fuckers to listen. I, um, I we, we'll read out anything you say if it's a five-star rating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, gl- gl- genuinely, if people leave comments with a five-star rating, we will read them out on the air next week. 
Perfect. Um, and also, just don't just get yourself do banned from us. Apple for saying What's mad that? shit. That's all. Just don't get yourself banned from Apple for saying mad shit yeah. on their service. No, no, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Be careful what you do. Um, yeah, you can also find us on the Wrestling Soup Network. If you go to wrestlingsoup.com, you can find us on there along with a host of other podcasts, including the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves. We're up to day 79. Or is 80. it 80 now? It's 80 now. 80 now. Uh, I'm on episode 78. So I'm well, really caught be, up. It's 80 is around Patreon, but they did soup last night and they're live as we speak. So yeah. So uh, they're, they're, they're throwing out an Cray insane crap. amount of content. Make sure to subscribe to them on Patreon. They're throwing out pretty much an hour and a half to two hours worth of content every day. Just it's, it's an incredible amount of content and it's ridiculously entertaining. So make sure to give them a follow as well and check them out. And, uh, also, shout out to our good brother at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you go on there and you use the promo code AWP for Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you get 10% off your entire order. Uh, currently shipping only to the US, hopefully coming soon to Europe, but that's COVID pending. So fuck you, COVID. COVID pending. <laughs> fuck you, COVID. We are wanting to get our Canvas Theory orders in. So fuck you, COVID, you son of a bitch. I like it. I like it. Um, COVID. Why? Cool, yeah. Next week, um, might We're, do a little game ski, a little uh, mm. thing next week. Yeah, I was talking to you about it in the chat during yeah. the week. We don't have time for it now. It's two and a half hours in. We've got to let people get back to their lives. Um, yeah, next week, I imagine the you know be we won't have predictions to make. Hopefully, the situation in America will have we, calmed we, down. We, we won't have, have to spend ages to talking about it. Will we? Yeah, we will. Yeah, uh, the greatest back. wrestling back. match of all time. This is the greatest show. Well, smooth Jimmy's lock of the week is it won't be anywhere near. <laughs> oh shit! We don't even have a lock of the week for this week. Oh well, we'll do it before we go then. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. What are you thinking, SmackDown tonight? Sheamus and Jeff Hardy get physical. Ooh, it's a big lock, all right. I think you're going to find out that Seamus pretty quickly you're going to find out Seamus was the one behind everything and he poured the bottle of booze on Jeff's hair and that's why it was I, wet and I think it's all a setup. I don't think it's Seamus at all I think Jeff is going to be a bastard man who just for some reason decided to jump someone who's a minority <laughs> in this country for no valid reason oh god <laughs> does Matt Riddle show up tonight I don't know if that's been advertised that yeah, they mentioned something after or? he had last week I'll say yeah, yeah. sometimes they build those yeah, up hopefully. for a couple of weeks don't they yeah can we have Riddle oh, Gulak, please? Riddle. Yes, please. Can we Riddle Daniel Bryan, please? Oh. Yes, please. Oh, can we have Riddle Ali, please? Also, Ali. Ali is a hero. Oh, yeah. Much yeah, love, Ali. Is. So we're going to say the reveal is tonight already, that Seamus uh, Yeah, they're, they're blown that load. Yep. I'm going to lock it in, then. Ooh, it's a big lock, all right. A large lock for tonight. Smooth Jimmy is never wrong. So... 40% of the time he's right every time that's our smooth Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> that's a big lock uh, alright it's a big lock alright okay so say goodnight to good Kenny yeah. oh. Dexter Loomis Dexter Loomis <laughs> 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 <laughs>